Maniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Dave, and I am full of energy, not just thanks to DDP Yoga, which I have been doing for, oh, uh, 16, 18, 20, 19 or 20 consecutive weeks now. Uh, I, I'm on board. I feel better than I have ever felt in my entire life. Like even when I was younger, uh, I, I just feel absolutely great. I have more energy. My aches and pains are gone. And this is not in any way any kind of like paid ad because nobody's going to pay me to talk about anything. Uh, I just think that ev- everybody should do this and, and not necessarily you know, obviously this is an easy way to do it. It's kept me on track. I'm very lazy. I'm very hard to uh, if it's something I don't necessarily enthusiastically want to do, like say produce a weekly or monthly podcast, uh, like the needless things podcast or the new audible interlude, a GI Joe podcast that will be available the first Monday of each and every month, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if it's something I'm not necessarily enthusiastic about, it's hard to keep me on track. Uh, and DDP Yoga, it's, there's the app. You just go in every single day and you do what it tells you to do. And, and, and even I have managed to keep up with it for, uh, what, five months now-ish, somewhere in that neighborhood. And I am currently, uh, one of the, uh, the other reason, I'm so full of energy, so happy, so absolutely delighted with life right now, despite all the crazy stuff going on, is I'm off work for nine days. Now, we were supposed to be at the beach visiting my parents. Obviously, now is not the time for that. But uh, I'm not at work, and I'm getting stuff done around the house. This is the fourth day of my nine days off, and I have gotten new toy unboxings recorded. You can go right now to the Needless Things YouTube channel and check out my reviews of the new Ultimate Edition Becky Lynch, which... I'll be honest, I wasn't totally thrilled with. Go check the video out to see uh, my critique, my my genuine, honest, fair critique of that figure. Uh, and also this week, I posted a review of the new Casey Jones and Raphael 2-pack from NECA. I managed to get in on the pre-order for that. It came, I opened it, and you can go and read my, or read, you can go, you don't even have to read anything. You just sit there and watch and listen. It's incredible. Uh, so go check out my thoughts on that two pack, uh, on the needless things, YouTube channel. So I accomplished that. I got two new sections of shelves put up in the phantom zone. Um, just all kinds of stuff, getting stuff done. Everything on my nine day to do list is done. So now I've got five more days to figure out stuff to do. Uh, threw a bunch of stuff up on eBay that, quite frankly, some of it's blowing my mind, uh, which is a good thing. Because I, what I'm trying to do now is uh, have a, a, a PayPal budget available for this crazy G.I. Joe thing that I'm undertaking. So any Joe stuff that I get has to come out of my PayPal budget 
from stuff that I've sold. Uh, that That's just the most reasonable, uh, manageable way to go back and rebuild this Joe collection. So there you go. That's that's just a little bit of what's been going on there. I hope you guys are having a, a pretty good time and, and you know doing the best you can to have great lives in this weird year we're having. Uh, today, we got something special for you. We've got a treat. Because we sat down and we watched Tony Scott's Top Gun for July's Needless Commentary. Uh, obviously, we did this because the new Top Gun movie was supposed to be coming out sometime around here. Maybe last month, even. I'm, I'm not quite sure when it was. Because, to be honest, it wasn't on my radar. It's not something I was going to go to the theater and see. Uh, although, I will say, if we had gone to visit my parents uh, this week... I, you know, I'm sure me and my dad would have gone to see it because he took me to see the original in the theater when it came out. So that would have been a cool sort of full circle thing. And, you know, maybe at some point we'll still be able to do that. Um, but Top Gun, Danger Zone, America, yeah, you're going to enjoy it. We have a great time watching this film. Uh, and it I think it refreshed everybody's perspectives on on the movie because it's one of those things that kind of sits in your head is this legendary Hollywood epic uh, a landmark of the 80s but when's the last time you watched it think about it and maybe if you're a big Top Gun super fan you watch it all the time but I think most people are probably like yeah I've seen that that was pretty kick ass and you're right but there's also a lot of stuff maybe you're not remembering or things that you're remembering that you're not even right about, which is what we discovered. So you'll, you will enjoy this uh, needless commentary. But first, some news. Okay, first of all, did we talk about this Sentinel from HasLab? Uh, has the, the next HasLab offering the crowdfunded branch of Hasbro that makes big giant stuff like the Katana Jabba Sail Barge, uh, which you can hear a full discussion of on an older episode of the Needless Things podcast with our excellent friends over at Victoria's Cantina. Follow them on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, they're doing a Sentinel, a Marvel Legends Sentinel. It's like 26 inches tall. It's giant. It's $350. Now, I'm not disputing that that thing, once you've got it in hand, will be worth every penny of that price. But I've got the original Toy Biz Sentinel. I've got the Hasbro Sentinel that came out in their uh, 3.75-inch scale line that I think is a really underrated figure. Uh, and yeah, sure, it would be great to have a, you know, over two-foot-tall Sentinel. But, man... And that's just not something I want to spend 350 bucks on. More power to the people that do, who, which, by the way, is a lot of people because that thing is blowing away its goals. It met its first goal in under 24 hours. So it was fully funded uh, within 24 hours of the launch, and now it's hit the first three stretch goals that Hasbro set up, which are an alternate master mold head, an alternate damaged head, and then a whole extra six-inch scale figure of uh, Sentinel Prime in, in a female form, which I'll be honest, I don't even know what that is. Uh, my my comic knowledge from the last 20 years is, is not as thorough 
uh, as it maybe sh- I'm not gonna say as it should be, but uh, I just Marvel has not been enticing me with a lot over the last couple of decades. But anyway, uh, everything it's incredible. It's great. Good for them. I'm glad everybody that wants the Sentinel is getting not only the Sentinel but a bunch of extra stuff. And, and I told Mrs. Troublemaker the other day, if they keep adding stuff, like it, it may end up being worth the three hundred and fifty bucks uh, to to me personally. So we'll see where that goes. It's got like a whole another month of of the campaign. So like as these stretch goals keep getting added, I'll be watching pretty closely to see just how enticed I end up being. But there are other things I would rather spend. 350 bucks on as a matter of fact when this thing went up i went to entertainment earth to see if they still had snake mountain available for 600 bucks and uh they didn't it was sold out so no snake mountain for me which is for the best because i have nowhere to put a snake mountain as much as i would like to have one what else we got uh san diego comic-con is next week uh not news so much but sort of teasers have been coming out uh, Walmart today is launching an all-new collectibles portion of their website. Uh, I put a link to this in my notes, and it is not working now. I don't know if that's Walmart's fault or my fault. I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably my fault because I think I pasted it wrong. But, okay, a little looking, and I've gotten it to work here, or I found it, I guess. Uh, thanks to Past Me for posting a link in the Needless Things Podcast Facebook group, which you should all join, but you do have to answer the three questions. I don't I don't know how the three questions get presented to prospective members of the group, but apparently it's very confusing because some people just answer them, no problem, get right in. Lots of people answer no questions. Answer one question, which I don't understand, uh, you got to answer all three questions. Uh, please do. It's a requirement. Okay, so I am currently at walmart.com slash cp slash collectibles, which they should really make this thing a little easier to find from the homepage, but whatever. Uh, 17 hours, 22 minutes, and 58 seconds from right now, which for you guys is probably sometime in the past, they are launching this collector con which will be from a dedicated page on the Walmart website, and there will be new exclusives available only at Walmart, which, as we know, is a horrible, horrible nightmare that nobody likes. Uh, I had posted that, you know, I got that aforementioned Casey Jones and Raphael two-pack and you know got in there ordered it and it was relatively hassle-free and then it got shipped to me packed very nicely uh the the ghostbusters retro figures that i got also packed immaculately um but i have had reports since then that even the Ghostbusters figures were mashed up. Other stuff just hasn't been shipped or has been canceled. So my hope was that somebody new is in charge of this portion of Walmart's products and that maybe steps were going to be taken to to pay a little more attention. Because, look, I don't care what you think about toy collecting, there's no reason for any product to be folded in half and jammed in a box, which is what was happening to these figures before. Uh, and apparently is still happening to some degree. 
that like that's ridiculous so i don't it's not about toys it's about your products um but I, my, I was hopeful that maybe somebody new was in charge and some care would be taken with not just the, the shipping of these things, but with the, the offering of them as well, which is what this page looks like to me. But it remains to be seen. So if you are paying attention to this show, if you're getting this show, actually, no, this goes up at 11 o'clock. So, yeah, this has already happened. You should be able to go check out this website now. I'm sure all of the exclusive stuff is already sold out, but maybe there are other product lines they'll be offering through this page. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. But right now they have Star Wars Black Series, Transformers War for Cybertron, Marvel Legends, and G.I. Joe. All Hasbro stuff is going to have products exclusively available through Walmart, which is no surprise. They've been doing that for a while now uh, to... Uh, not the best results but then they also have some q figs some spawn figures some rick and morty stuff from mondo uh stuff from factory entertainment uh funko lots and lots of different brands are offering things through this site which to me is a good thing because yeah i know even more people trying to get even more things are going to jam up the site but at the same time, there's a bigger variety of things available, which will get more eyes on this, which in the future will hopefully make this thing seem a little more valuable to Walmart. Because, you know, toys are a tiny... They don't even make the top 10 of what Walmart sells. So as much as I hate Walmart and wish that the company would die and go away and we could get back to smaller businesses... This is the best of a bad situation, I think. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. So go check out Walmart tomorrow and see what their collector's uh, site or section or, or however they're designating it. Their collector shop. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know what? Right now for you guys, I am going to Google Walmart collector shop and see... Oh, look, okay, the collectibles, walmart.com. I'm going to click on that, and it takes me to that collector shop. So they've already got it set up so that Google will, will suggest this to you when you look it up. So if you just Google Walmart collector shop, you'll find this thing. So that's good. At least it's not, uh, not going to be difficult to find because, believe me, their website is a nightmare to navigate in, in the best of circumstances. Uh, all right, what other news have we got uh, other than me having to put walmart over while simultaneously crapping on them uh super seven has teased a lot of stuff for next week uh to keep an eye out for they have got back to the future weird science teenage mutant ninja turtles obviously stuff on the way for sandy well it's not san diego comic-con for stay at home con i can't keep track of what everybody is referring to their individual comic-con replacement online deals as yes uh super seven spectacular stay at home con happens in seven days so it is the 23rd july 23rd get on super seven's website uh they are not working with walmart good for them and you'll be able to order all kinds of stuff. What I found interesting from this, the, the most interesting things I've seen thus far, uh, they have a weird science logo with an outline of Chet, which is the giant 
poop monster that Bill Paxton gets turned into in Weird Science. Uh, I would imagine that'll be a reaction figure. Although, to be honest, I'd kind of like if it was one of those big vinyl Japanese-style things. That would be kind of cool. Um, all I'd almost prefer that because, to be honest, I'm not a huge fan of Weird Science, but I would like to have Bill Paxton as a giant turd. Uh, there's a Back to Future reaction figure with a hoverboard of some kind. There is uh, some kind of Peanuts Snoopy. There's a Spike with a cactus. And then there's Snoopy with maybe a suitcase or something. These are all just silhouettes where they're teasing products. But the most interesting thing out of what Super 7 has teased is a Baxter Stockman with a mouser. And it's an ultimate style figure. Um, I don't know if this means this is something that is going to be available like on that day that will ship out because that's usually how Super 7 does this stuff. Uh, which would mean this will be the first Ultimate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figure from Super 7 that collectors will be able to get into their hands, which is pretty freaking exciting to me. Uh, uh, so yeah, July 23rd, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, that is the start of this virtual Comic-Con that everybody is doing. So we will be on top of that, and then we will have the following week, we will have our coverage of everything that went down at San Diego Comic-Con, uh, except for the G.I. Joe stuff, which will be announced on the second episode of the Audible Interlude podcast. And uh, right now you can check out the premiere episode and the first episode of that. We've been getting some good feedback, so I'm pretty excited. Uh, and finally, from Super 7, the last big thing that was teased is an Ultimate King Diamond figure. I can't even imagine what this thing is going to look like. Uh, it, it will be scaled to fit with the Toxic Crusaders, with Masters of the Universe, with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, with you know all of those Ultimate lines. I can't imagine they're going to make a big, giant, buff King Diamond. So I, I'll be very interested to see what this looks like. But it's it's more details coming, I'm sure, next week. And that is all we've got this week in the news. Okay, one last thing before we get to the meat of the episode. I want to put over horrordecor.net where we just ordered a Jason Voorhees horror buddy and a dead alive baby what is it? It's not a keychain. It's like a little plush uh backpack clip i guess it is this these products are absolutely incredible uh if you remember the wrestling buddies from i guess the late 80s early 90s maybe they're the the they're like pillows with printed designs on them and they're in the shapes of the wrestlers well these are those except they're in the shape of jason Freddy, um, Wolf Cop, uh, Frank from Hellraiser. Like, they've got all these different characters. And you go to the website, and they look cool, but once you get these things in hand, they're this really sturdy, nice fabric. The printing is gorgeous. I mean, this is... If you flattened these out, they would be, like, 
they would it'd be something you'd hang on your wall. Like that's how nice the detailing and the printing is on the actual products. Uh, they've got two different sizes of horror buddies. They've got a twelve point five inch one, uh, and then they've got a twenty two inch one, which is the size of the original wrestling buddies. And it's they're big and cuddly and and they just look incredible. Uh, I am all on board with these things. I ordered the masked Jason, kind of the traditional Jason, and then the uh, the baby from Dead Alive is a backpack clip because I kind of wanted to try out both of those products and I knew Mrs. Troublemaker would want that baby. And I'm so happy with these things. Like, this is going to be my go-to gift for horror fans from here on out. And I'll tell you guys again, once again, this is not any kind of like paid endorsement because nobody's paying me to say anything this is just a product that i happened across and am so enthusiastic about i love this guy so much uh so go check out uh horrordecor.net they've got tons of other stuff on the site they've got candles and soap and masks and all kinds of other cool stuff but these buddies are you're going to be kicking yourself if you don't get one of these things they they're just they, I can't even tell you how nice they look in person. They're great. Uh, so go check that out, horrordecor.net. All right, that's it. That's the end of the news. That's the end of the plugs. It is time to head into the danger zone with the Needless Commentary team on this month's Needless Commentary. We'll get to that though because Gosh, what we're getting yeah. to is Top Gun, baby. It is time to take the Needless Things podcast into the danger zone. Danger <laughs> zone. So this seemed like <laughs> <laughs> this seemed like a really good movie uh, for the month of July, which in general I think is the most patriotic month of the year. Damn right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we're we're gonna watch Top Gun for this month's needless commentary. We've already watched it once, and then we went outside and we set various things on fire. As you do, uh, almost set a couple of trees on fire. Yeah, it's okay. Now, we got a professional. But it's so fucking trees, trees had it coming. It's so fucking humid out that we weren't too worried about anything. No, yeah, going it's, up. it's because we're a bunch of mavericks and we don't play by the rules. Where we, we are, are definitely. We 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 had to. Uh, Go supersonic with the admiral's daughter. We definitely wrote some checks that our asses couldn't cash. (laughs) Right, right. and we're all sweating profusely now. This is the the moistest podcast that I've ever been a part of. Which is appropriate because it's the moistest movie that we've ever watched. Aquaman was less moist than this movie. (laughs) 
Damn, that was good. I don't know. I feel like the theater in Aquaman was more moist, though, yeah. if you yes. catch what I'm saying. Yes, depending on how many uh, middle-aged women were in there. There were some basements that were flooded during that movie. So we were watching, uh, we, we are watching the new 4K release, although we're not actually watching the 4K one. We're just watching the, the layman's Blu-ray disc. We're scaling it back to 2K. But uh, just get your, your VHS or your Blu-ray or your DVD, whatever you got, set up and uh, hit play right now. The, the copy you bootlegged yeah, off the Superstation, however many No, no. Ago. Well, that's I, not really bootlegging. That's just recording. I think didn't have this on LaserDisc back in the day. This seems uh, like a good LaserDisc I think movie. that only 17 movies came out on LaserDisc, and this was one of them. Yeah. No, there are a lot of movies on LaserDisc. Do you, okay, do you remember this about LaserDisc? You have to fucking flip them over? Yeah. yeah like a record? record? Yeah. It's ridiculous. It is insane. It was I've the never one thing. I, it was the one thing I could never deal with with the format because I mean they were incredible. They were basically DVDs. Yeah. Because they had the special features yeah. and stuff. They were just huge. But having to get up and flip them over in the middle of the movie was ridiculous. Like an hour and a half movie. And you yes. Flip, yeah. It's yeah. Insane. Like I'm already annoyed when I have to do that for like the Lord of the Rings extended editions, and those are like four hours long. Yeah. At least that makes sense. Does it though? It makes uh, more sense. <coughs> I guess. I Tony mean, Scott, rest in peace. Is he dead now? He is, isn't he? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, well if, if he's not, not if he dies, his, uh, we hope he rests. Yeah. No. Kelly McGillis, uh, who... Not a great actress. No. 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 Well, and that's okay, though, because she's in not a great movie. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Look, this movie is awesome for what it is. It's, yes. it's a cultural happening. It is a cultural happening. But watching it now with my forty-four-year-old eyes, that, that I, I don't—I probably haven't watched this in twenty years, maybe, maybe more. Uh, like, listen, we're not saying this is cruel or anything. No, this no, is, oh, no. This yeah. is still enjoyable. It's just not great. Yeah, I'll still watch this from time to time. It's just not—it's not as awesome as you want it to be. I feel like if you. If you just watch this, if you just let go and watch this movie, it's very fun and very enjoyable. If you watch it critically at all, then you're like, oh shit, this isn't good. Well, and you know what I mean? And it's not even, I think it's, for me personally, it was more the pacing than anything. It, it is like... There's a lot of drags. people well, talking really close to each other. I think it's because yeah. there's not really a lot of stakes until the end. Well, right, yeah, they're not even... Yeah. Fighting like what? It's just it's this just like guy training, who's kind yeah. of a selfish prick. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I like I thoroughly enjoyed watching it again because I haven't watched it since I was like twelve, and uh, yeah, I really enjoyed watching it. Again. It's been forever since I've watched the it the way that it's shot. Like everything technical about it is completely badass. Like what yeah. we're looking at right now, Ryan, you pointed out oh, that yeah. like literally everything is shot at either sun up or sundown. Yeah, which had to be hell. Makes yeah. it all look so cool. Yeah, and, which this is Tony Scott. Like you can look sky. at this right now, and it looks like Tony Scott's stuff. Yeah, it, it looks fucking amazing. All of the fighter jet shit is fantastic. Which was the per? I mean, that's the yeah. whole thing. Is he wanted to shoot fighter? No, this had never been done before. Yeah, at all. Yeah, it's, and I- anytime they're up in the air, it's exciting. It's beautiful. The stuff on the ground is a little lacking. Yeah. You know. I uh, I grew up. Uh, my dad worked as a uh, he was an airplane mechanic uh, for the Air Force, and uh, yeah, worked at uh, Robbins Air Force Base. So I grew up like a lot of my life spending time at an Air Force base, and 
I, I don't know. Watching this just makes me happy. It makes me think about, like, all the fucking air shows I used to go to and all that shit. So, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I dig the shit out of this movie. Um, airplanes are fucking cool. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and especially, like, fighter jets. I oh, mean, yeah. it doesn't get much cooler than that. Well, this airplane in particular, though, for me, because this was this was one of the G.I. Joe airplanes. Yeah. yeah. This is the Sky Striker that, that basically... Which I think was my dad's selling point. Did did the Sky Striker come out before this? Yes, yeah. Sky Striker was eighty three, I think. The aircraft carrier came out before this too. The aircraft carrier was eighty five. Okay. Um, so so I had the Sky Striker and the USS Flag. So that was like a big. Well, one, it was a big deal. Like that's the reason my dad bought me those toys. Was because you know, in its early in its run, GI Joe was all based off real military yeah. stuff. So he was way into it. Um, but yeah, this was how he got me to go see this movie. Was look, it's stuff you have. Yeah. And then it turns out I'd really rather just watch a few episodes of GI Joe because it's, it's stuff you've got. Now watch Tom Cruise <laughs> awkwardly have sex with Kelly McGillis. Yeah, yeah. That's we'll we'll discuss that when we get to it. Yeah. Uh, and then there's oh, these, the MiGs. The, the, and, like, they never explicitly state these are Soviet planes, but the implication is there. Cause, yeah, cause I mean, any, the bad guys. any movie in this time is just like, yeah, Russians. Yeah. yeah. They, I think the only one that actually, like, came out and explicitly said, oh, yeah, these guys are Soviets was, uh... Red Dawn. Spies uh, Rock, Like Us. Rocky Four. Hunt for Red October. Rocky Four. Yeah. Hunt for Red October. Yeah, there were a lot, Arian. <laughs> we could literally sit here for the next two hours listing them. The, the end of communism came about because of Rocky Four and only Rocky Four. That's canon. Did, what was the movie where the kid was Cloak and Dagger? Was that the movie with the kid with the imaginary spy friend? I have no idea. What you're talking yes. That sounds right familiar. I've seen that. Yes, that is an I actual movie. Is. Yeah, um, and then the one with War Games. That, that, that was Matthew Broderick. Yeah, that also had Russians. The the only winning move is not to play. The point is... <laughs> what is the point? The, the point is is that Sylvester Stallone single-handedly ended communism. That, now, that's a fact. That is yeah, true. That is canon. I will not have that debated. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we got a lot of names in this movie. Obviously, Tom Cruise's teeth are the star of the movie. Oh my god, there's a lot of teeth in this movie. There's a lot of teeth, but Tom Cruise literally just squints and smiles his way through this movie. fucking kills it in this movie. He is so overly confident and, like, cocky, but in all the good ways. I think that his character, Maverick, he fucking... Ryan, put your pants back on. I'm just saying. This is inappropriate. I would blow. Now, what? What? (laughs) What? Just a few minutes. This is a family show. Oh, it's not. It? No, it's not. I was going to say, if oh, this is a family show. Yeah. <laughs> That's just good. Why we, no, I, the thought it, I thought it was the new Shrek. We have, we have a segment called Arian's Animal Board. <laughs> <laughs> it's it? about maintenance and upkeep. Oh, yeah. Oh. Some Always make sure you clean your anus. Well, <laughs> the I misunderstood the podcast. There's a setting on your shower nozzle. Fucking, but yeah, Tom Anus one, Skerritt, two, three. Uh, fucking Michael Ironside. There's so many badass actors. Oh, yeah, that, that reminds me. Hit me up for uh, buy two get one free anal bleachings. I, <laughs> I know a guy. 
Yikes. But it's, but it's, you have to get Clorox in your butt. Yeah. <laughs> just got a tub of bleach it's, in it's, like, it's two oh. at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, just a, it's just a dude that lives behind the Walmart with a, a, a turkey baster and a, a jug of Clorox. It's fine. Or You really know how to show a girl a good time. I mean, that's why I have so many second dates. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the point is, the shit's badass. That's oh, what it is. Saying. This, I mean, this stuff is uh, again. It had never been done. Uh, this was this was done with the, you know, full cooperation of the military. Uh, all of this is like stuff they shot for the movie. It's not like this is stock footage. Yeah. Now the cockpit stuff. We actually talked about this a little bit in the first viewing. I don't think it's blue screen. But, I mean, there's no way it's the actors up there flying. I'm yeah. not quite sure. I think, so, some of it is real close in on them. So, it's uh, them on the ground. Uh, and some of it, you just see kind of a blue sky behind them. So, they could necessarily, like, be on the ground. And then, yeah, sometimes I think they have actual pilots up there with cameras. And, you know, yeah. half of their faces are covered. I know the trailer for Top Gun 2, you can clearly tell that, like, Tom Cruise is in the sky. And it's insane. And he's just flying. Yeah. Like, it's just Tom Cruise. No plane or anything. It's just Tom Cruise oh, oh, flying, flying yeah. through the sky. The, the power of the alien The power of the alien god. I'm just saying, it's impressive as shit. He's OT level 7 now. He can't be stopped. Yeah. yeah, and you can actually fly at level 6. They had, to, they had to fake a global pandemic to stop that movie from coming out. <laughs> just to stop Tom Cruise. Because he's too powerful. That's the power of 5G and <laughs> Bill Gates. Oh, Speaking man. of 5Gs. Alright, that scene looks uh, This scene silly. is... But when I was a kid, it was the coolest oh, it's, thing It's badass, but like, it looks silly with like you know the weird superimposed cockpits above each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it looks a little strange. But, uh, and I, I thought Goose was like the coolest, funniest, is. most charming. He's the best part of the movie. Yeah, he's awesome. Like yeah. I was weird. I was like the girl that had a crush on Goose, which you know. Well, he he's not a creep who would evil. follow you into the women's room. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah How sure. is that romantic? He's like, I'm going to follow you into the women's room and probably assault you. Okay, so this is uh, I'm singing a song. We don't do a ton yeah, of like just reading straight off Wikipedia, but I think this is interesting. The producers wanted the assistance of the U.S. Navy in the production of the film. The Navy was influential in relation to script approval, which resulted in changes being made. The opening dogfight, which we're watching now, was moved to international waters as opposed to Cuba. So this is actually supposed to be Cuban uh, jets. Uh, The language was toned down, and a scene that involved a crash on the deck of an aircraft carrier was also scrapped. Maverick's love interest was also changed from a female enlisted member of the Navy to a civilian contractor with the Navy due to the U.S. military's prohibition of fraternization between mm-hmm. officers and enlisted personnel. That makes sense. So, yeah, that's... Yeah, they, yeah. they do have all kinds of rules about who you can put it into. And I, and I, <laughs> I like that because it's... They get a lot of the technical stuff right. Like, I don't mind that changes ended up being made to the script because... They don't really affect the story. Like, the important events of the plot still happen the way they're supposed to happen. Yeah. Plot. 
plot. There's a plot. Yes. There, there is a plot. There's but a most plot. of it's just the whole, the whole point of really this, uh, cool scenes with airplanes. The, the whole point of this movie is it's it's like a delivery vector for the volleyball game. Like, yes. Oh it, boy. It's like the only purpose of grits is to like convey more more cheese and butter to your face. <laughs> Yes. This movie exists for the volleyball game. It really is. It's a hundred and ten minute excuse so, for a five minute volleyball game. The with crash, men not wearing shirts. The crash on the aircraft carrier was that supposed to be um, what's his what's Cougar? His Cougar? Yeah, I don't know. It didn't John, specify. John Cougar. I bet it. I bet it was. probably. I, well, but I feel like, like see that would have changed the whole plot though if he had crashed. That like that would be different from Maverick saving him. Because the whole thing here is he. Saves the guy and then the guy quits. Yeah, but he was still number one. So if he died, then Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe. That seems more. That seems like a less good story. That makes Tom Cruise seem even yeah. like less of a hero yeah. than he is. Yeah. yeah, if he gets Cougar killed and then he gets right. killed, yeah, it's like sure. damn, dude. And he gets his spot. Well, and not only that, he gets like, well. I'm low on fuel. Cougar dies and he gets his spot. Yeah, maybe he really is cursed. <laughs> His bloodline? No, actually, this scene does kind of make Maverick like a badass because, like, he by all means should have landed, and he was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna save my friend." And yeah, that's like some intense flying right there. Yeah. Yeah, I just think the fact that they use all real planes and everything it just makes it look so fucking badass. Like, definitely having the cooperation with the military was a huge asset to this movie because it probably would have sucked otherwise okay so there's nothing about how they shot the stuff in the cockpits hmm. so whatever yeah. uh, but here, here's an interesting yeah, little yeah. anecdote for you Ryan because someday I feel that you will you will be this much of a baller <laughs> during one particular filming sequence the ship's commanding officer changed the ship's course thus changing the light when Scott asked if they could continue on their previous course and speed, he was informed by the commander that it cost U.S. Uh, it cost twenty five thousand dollars to turn the ship and to continue on course. Scott wrote the carrier's captain a twenty five thousand dollar check so that the ship could be turned and he could continue shooting for another five minutes. That's fucking <laughs> that bad. Is bad ass. <laughs> That's baller as yeah. shit. Dollar dollar bill. Yeah. Yep. That's that rule. The only way it could be better is if he had twenty five thousand dollars Just cash and, and just, just start it. Threw it at yeah. him. <laughs> Catch this bitch. That's the thing though. It's, it's like I mean, when, you the, know, re like, the real Andy Sedaris move would have been to have playmates bring it out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it would have been twenty five dollars. Yeah. 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 Maybe twenty five. It's been, funny that it this ship like is. A, it would have been like a, a check. It would have been like a, a coupon for like twenty five dollars off a hot tub or something. Yeah. Yes. This ship is the USS Enterprise. I like that. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Which I mean is an actual ship. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Uh, here's uh, Maverick's first ass chewing of many, many ass chewings. But none of them are as good as the ones that James Tolkien. Yeah. That Masters of the Universe is James Tolkien hands yeah. out. He is fucking badass. It's true. Yeah. Even though he's like four foot eight. Yeah. Because yeah. Tom Cruise yeah. is like five two. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, is he a midget? No, there's I mean not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> Little person. Thank I'm sorry, you. I'm so sorry. I love your backpedal there, really. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear. I cleared it all up. Yeah. 
No, James Tolkien's still alive. He's 89 now, though. Yeah, I didn't think he had passed away. But, like, he's definitely... Definitely passed being in Top Gun 2. Which, by the way, that's that's the reason we're watching this, is originally Top Gun Maverick, the sequel, uh, was supposed to come out this month. And now it comes out... Who knows when? Who knows when anything will ever come out again? Uh, When it does, I will be in the theater watching it. If we still have theaters, then. If we have theaters, then yes. If it's safe to go to theaters. And if it's safe to go, yes, all that. So we we talked a little bit about moisture, but let's, now that we're looking at it on the screen, let's go ahead and point out, everybody is just covered with moisture through this entire movie. Yeah. Well, you think they're... Do you think that this is a set, or do you think they're actually filming on a ship? I think they're on an actual carrier. If they if they were in the in the Indian Ocean, it is humid out there. Well, yeah. I've um, when I was in Boy Scouts, we got to spend some time on actual carriers. Mm-hmm. We oh gosh, I can't remember the name of it now. And we spent the night on one, and it was pretty gross. Is it the one in uh, Charleston? Uh, you know what? I don't remember. I think that's the Yorktown. My dad could probably tell you, but I don't remember because we did. We went to several different military bases, and there was one ship that we just kind of toured, and then the other one we actually got to spend the night there and do some other stuff that was pretty cool. My well, and then the USF uh, USS North Carolina. If you go on yeah. that, I mean, it's but nothing's running. Like I don't know what kind of air. I mean, they I'm must sure have some great. kind of air flow in there. My uh, my friend spent a couple of years on the JFK. She was actually in the first group of women ever on a aircraft carrier in uh, the mid nineties, and she said, "Yeah, it's pretty gross." Yeah, you know, yeah. like you're packed in like sardines. You you know, you'd have like your bunks, and she said, "There's not enough room to sit up." No, on your on, in your no. Clothing, that's the that's one we it? were in. Yeah. It was like you, you, you had to roll out. Yes, you couldn't <laughs> yeah. do anything. So if you woke up abruptly and went to sit up, you'd smash your head. Yeah, Oz, Oz, if you're listening, tell us about the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been great to have Oz here. Well, I Oz, mean that's that's in general just yeah, true. He's our favorite true. seaman. That's true. <laughs> and he's not even a video game fish. <laughs> Val Kilmer. I mean, this... The way he spins that pen is so douchey. I love it. It's the frosted tips, though, that really bring it. Oh, yeah. I have seen gay porn that was significantly less homoerotic than this movie. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely the Nightmare on Elm Street 2 of, of uh, airplane movies. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But some of the looks between them, the smoldering gazes. Well, and I wonder if it was directed that way, or if they're just all like, you know, young, tight bros being... Yeah, it's very bro. Like, it's... it's, But it, it does, in a noticeable way... You could interpret it that way. Sure. Every but well, like, I th- but I think it's on the screen in that way. Yeah, every look is that moment before you start making out. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> all are. It's like when, okay, Especially a lot of times like when two wrestlers yes. are in the ring and they're talking shit to look each other that. and they keep getting closer and closer 
and like it's Undertaker and Stone Cold, and they they're like nose to nose, and you're just like they're gonna kiss. Yeah, they're and absolutely gonna kiss. When you see like this, it, just looks like you're that. like oh they're about to make out, and, and it's almost like they cut away and everybody was making out. And that's like so many of the scenes in this movie are that same thing where you're like they're about to kiss. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Val Kilmer and his partner. Like, dude's got his arm around him. They're sitting so close together, they can, like, count each other's nose hairs. <laughs> it's intense. And, I mean, I don't go for it. You know, I'd, I'd watch Val Kilmer make out with a dude. Has that lady got a cigar? Yeah. That's yes. interesting. Yeah. Sometimes and a stupid pink hat. They call him Iceman. Also, he, like, why is he wearing his sunglasses inside? Well, yeah, I, look, I'm not gonna lie, it looks cool. cool. Yeah. It does look it cool. It looks cool. It looks cool as shit. Also, I noticed Iceman and uh, Slider are drinking mixed drinks, and Maverick and Goose are the working class drinking their... Yes. Their oh, Rogers. yeah. They're, they're that's Steve nice Yeah, that's subtle. It's the only thing in this movie that's subtle. <laughs> possible? I mean, Goose So is, is my amazing. Johnson. Yeah. I didn't he know what that meant. Penis. Yeah. I didn't know that when I was 10. I guess I, so I was 10 when I saw this. I was not 8 when I saw this. What was it 86 that came It was 86. Yes, yeah, so I would have been 10 too. Oh, is it born? Yeah, thanks, I know. Yikes. <laughs> thanks. You were you, you were, were negative 2. Yeah. Yeah. He was a fetus. He was probably in utero at the time. When I Wait, were you 87? 87. 87, okay, okay. But early 87, so. <laughs> yeah. right. Right. It was a small little embryo floating around. He was second trimester when this movie came out? Probably. Yeah. It's perfectly fine that I was watching Top Gun before you were breathing. So for the listeners, uh, we, we have, uh, I mentioned we've had a long day. It's true. And usually we'll sit here. We we cooked meat on a fire. We mm-hmm. we That's did. We happened. charred some meat. We charred some some trees. fireworks <laughs> and some trees did and some early drinking. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're all. We may not make it to the end of Top Gun, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. but and like, it, just imagine the rest of the movie with us. Yeah. Yeah. But you've yeah. Seen just it. pretend we're still here. Uh, but yeah, when we started doing these, the intention was not really necessarily even to talk during the whole movie. It's just that usually we end up having stuff to break down or, you know, we'll, we'll get to the end of the movie. But this is a really long movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And it, if at a point we decide that there's just not really anything else to talk about. There actually comes a point where it gets really boring and you should almost just fast forward to that last dogfight scene. Yes. Because that is, is worth watching. Yes. But yeah. the shit up, you know, in between is just guys wearing towels, guys in their underwear. Also how boring that is. I think after Goose dies, spoiler alert. I think <laughs> <laughs> after Goose dies. If you hadn't watched this thirty four year old movie before. I think that that really like from then yeah. on is like that's when the stakes are actually at play and it's like a little more like you're like actually kind of worried about Tom Cruise's well-being and and if he's going to be able to if he's just going to quit or you know so I, I think you know watch the beginning and then fast forward through the middle watch Goose die and then watch the end 
Also, watching uh, someone who's, uh, you know, I'm going to qualify this, an alleged uh, gay man seduce a woman who actually turns out to be a gay woman in real life. You know, they're actors. Uh, it's exactly as awkward as you'd expect it to be. Yes. Yeah. Well, and and add fifty sailors singing uh, at them. Lost that loving feeling. Yes. Yeah, I guess we should talk about that scene because it was like talk one about of the scene. iconic scenes in the movie. It was iconic, but my gosh, how is giving her the most awkward moment of her entire life supposed to be like a good pickup line? It works though, because later on she comes back, she plays in the jukebox. She well, remembered. It. I mean, at this point, she's all. <laughs> there's a callback. It's, yeah, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Uh, at this point, it's she's like, like already concept. falling in love with him. Yeah. The pacing of this movie, the pacing of their relationship is incredibly bizarre. It's, it's off. It's really yeah. dumb. It's strange. I mean, they like have dinner together and talk about work stuff, and then she's like, "I'm falling for you," <laughs> or "I've have I've fallen for you." I'm like, "What?" They'll see right Why? through me. Yeah. There's, the man. The there's zero, like, yeah. chemistry between these two. No, at there's all. nothing. She, like, you know, we were watching it before. She seems like his aunt. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. He seems so fucking young in this movie. It's crazy. Well, he's, like, this is just a couple of years after Risky Business. Yeah, yeah. So. Where in Risky Business, he plays a teenager. Right. So, like, I think, I want to say Risky Business was, like, 82, 83 Hold on, I'm checking the... You know, we all have, like... I rented Risky Business, uh, speaking of which, yeah, at Risky one Business point... Yeah, Risky Business was 83. And watched it with my dad. I don't mm. know... Um, I don't know what year it was or how old I was, but I remember getting halfway through Risky Business and my dad looked over at me and said, This is fucking PG-13! And turned it off. <laughs> was it even PG-13? Did that even exist? I don't even... I, no, they didn't have PG-13. I'm pretty sure they did. No. PG-13, Gremlins was the first PG-13. Yeah. Um, nah, Risky Business is R. Was it R? Yeah. Maybe I told him it was maybe PG. Because we rented it, it was later. Lied. It was Yeah, it was you, years after it came out. You were deceptive. I was like a young teen, and um, I may have told him it was PG-13. Or PG. Or yeah. PG, or something like yeah. that. Because, like, Let's, a lot of movies, like, Poltergeist and stuff were PG. Like, yeah. Well, this is PG. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I mean, there's not that much in this. Let's talk about the fact that his name is Pete Mitchell, which is a pretty dorky name. <laughs> hey, I'm <Yeah>. Pete Mitchell. <laughs> My yeah, name's Peter uh, Mitchell. I totally get him going by Maverick. He's just like, oh, yeah. Maverick. Way cooler. His dad's name was Duke Mitchell, which is pretty which is cool. That's cool. badass. Yeah. I'm like, we'll just name you Peter. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> that means wiener. Oh, look at this. Michael Ironside looking Love tough it. being the instructor. Super cool. Yes, I know we've already seen him in the movie, but we were doing something else. Yeah, no, that dude fucking rules. Everything he's in. He is he is an excellent military instructor guy. Oh yeah. And an excellent bad guy. Anytime he plays a bad guy, he's fucking awesome. At yeah. some point, we will watch Starship Troopers. Oh, hell yeah. Would you like to know more? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen Michael Ironside in a lot of things. I've seen him in bad movies, but I've never seen a bad Michael Ironside performance. Yeah, he's yeah. always well, awesome. Like, he's always good. Also, like, he's... I'm not going to say he's one note, but, like, 
He's really good at what he does, and he rarely gets asked yeah. to do anything else than what. Yeah. He's really you don't good. hire Michael Ironside to not be some hard ass. Yeah. 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 You hire him because he's Michael Ironside. Yeah. Um, did y'all see Turbo Kid? Yes. He was fucking great in that. Too. He was the bad guy in that. I have not seen Turbo Kid. I enjoyed it. It's what was the other thing that came out right around the same time? There was Turbo Kid, and then there was the one that was like a little goofier that had Kung like. Fury. Huh? Kung Fury, yeah, yeah that was yeah. it. Wasn't there supposed to be a Kung Fury movie coming out? There was supposed to be, yeah. I don't know what happened to that. Yeah. Look well, at this guy's uh, cowboy hat. I bet it's called Cowboy. I believe it's called Cowboy. cowboy. <laughs> yeah. It is. He's like, guess I gotta live up to the name. And he's like Wild Bill from G.I. Joe. <laughs> the helicopter pilot that dresses like a cowboy. Ah, uh, I remember. This is where he's got to drop some knowledge. I don't know, man. This like the, the cockiness, the way he's like holding the pencil. I don't know. He's just like, yeah, this it, thing that he does yeah, here is like thing. really it's cool. Just... I'm doing visuals on a podcast. So. <laughs> you can just imagine. Well, they can see it. They doing. can see what he's yes. doing on yeah. the screen. That's fine because I'm, I'm sure they're definitely actually watching the movie along with us and, and not just not in, their car, it, in their car or something. I imagine most G. people are watching Top Gun at least twice a week. Yeah. 4G, at least you didn't go 5G with his tower. Oh, 5G. And then everybody would die. Yeah. You know? Goose and Maverick have the most chemistry of anybody in the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is true. For sure. Yeah, they've got the better romance. They, oh, yeah. they are absolutely believable as friends, with Goose being the guy that, that has kind of kept Maverick. He's, he's the Matt Hardy to Maverick's Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of kept him in line yeah. through the years as much as possible, but also kind of hang on to, hung on to his coattails a little bit. Yeah. yeah, Goose is the grounding force, um, but also he knows that Maverick is really talented, so he knows he can advance by being with Maverick, but he also helps him not to, like, self-destruct. Yeah. So it's kind of a, you know, it's it's a relationship where they both get something out of it. Well, yeah, Goose fucking he he gets death out of it. Well, yeah, well, that's true. He yes, does die. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But Maverick is Goose cleared of all yeah uh, uh, responsibility. Actually, that was a good call, like story wise, because otherwise they kind of just make him look bad if they didn't clear that up. And he well, looks bad enough as it is. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You know, especially though when you're watching this movie, like it's very exciting. But you know, most people don't know shit about yeah. fighter planes. So, so you, I don't know if he got him Yeah, you on. really wouldn't know if he did something wrong or if that was an equipment thing or what yeah. without them going through it. Because otherwise, I don't have any clue. So it's a good idea that they were like, oh, he... Yeah, because that way at the end he can be the hero still. Yeah. Val Kilmer's casual prickishness... Oh, yeah. ...is incredible. Oh, His he's so good. sneer. He has this amazing sneer that he just gives Maverick every time he sees him. Even, even like, at the end, when he's kind of, like, being buddy-buddy with him, he's, he's still, still so douchey. Yeah. Okay, so we've got... He's still dangerous. Michael Ironside in Starship Troopers that we will have to watch at some point. Hell yeah. We've got Val Kilmer in Tombstone, yes. which we will have oh, to watch at some yes. point. He is fantastic. He, he steals that movie. Yes. I have not yet begun to defile myself. <laughs> that was one of the first movies I ever saw in the theater. Yeah, I think that that's Val Kilmer at his best. Why? Well, you know, that is well, it certainly isn't Batman Forever. 
No, nothing. It, it was Tombstone. And that's Sister that's what we should actually night. watch. Is because you would you would spend that entire movie being so screaming. Uh, well, no, I mean, I've look, I've watched that movie dozens of times. It's not. Uh, I still. It hate, would be a good one to watch. I still hate Batman and Robin more than that movie. You're out of your mind. I know, but <laughs> for other reasons. No, we. Uh, I. We were supposed to have Matt Sells back over to watch Batman Forever, uh, but obviously things haven't worked out for that yet. Now, we gotta, we gotta wait a little while before we expand again. Yeah. And this is where we get to see how good Maverick is, but how he's totally okay with breaking the rules. But, because he's but also a Maverick. In, in in Maverick's defense, like if they were actually in a dogfight, yeah, there wouldn't yeah. be the rules. Yeah, exactly. You take the it's shot. Just, it's yeah. just what works, yep. and you don't give a shit if he's under ten thousand feet. You'd be like, oh, he went under ten thousand feet, so I couldn't shoot him. I'm sorry. Which I think, I mean, that's that's kind of the the uh, point. Yeah, it yeah. it is, but I don't know that it's necessarily the point the movie's trying to make. But it's there in the subtext, I guess. Yeah. Because, and I guess this is a result of them working so closely with the Navy, uh, there really isn't a, he does things his own way and it works out. Like, it really kind of isn't that story. It's like, he does things his own way and manages to get by, and then in the end kind of still follows the rules <laughs> like there's yeah, no you're, well you're actually right it, like, it, it, doesn't, end, instructor, like yeah. it doesn't work out for him until he starts following the rules right like at the end he, he doesn't like, leave his wingman yeah and you know all that so they kind of keep harping on the fact that you keep breaking the rules you're a dickhead yeah and then so finally he plays by the rules and they all win and they shoot the bad guys Hey. Spoiler alert! Sorry. So let's. They win at the end. We're going to admit our ignorance of how basically anything works at all. We don't know what Goose the, is doing. The only no idea. What does the co-pilot can, do? The only thing we can say for sure is that we know how Stonehenge works, and that's <laughs> thanks to Red Ranger. <laughs> uh, but it looks like the co-pilot's sole job is to to smack on the canopy in the cockpit. And die. And <laughs> and to hold on to some handle that I speculated if he lets go of the handle for too long, the plane just falls apart. Makes sense. Yeah, it's the hold together handle. <laughs> Very important. Okay, so in, according to the internet, um, they are primarily weapon system operators. That makes sense. They control radar and they can fire some air-to-air missiles. Um, okay. They watch the sensors. Um, well, yeah, because the they, pilot they yell at the pilot. Yeah, yeah, he's like, "There's somebody coming up on." Us. Yeah, because like the pilot can't be looking at everything. Yeah, so they kind of handle like the oh, somebody's coming, let's shoot him with this thing or whatever. So. That guy is wearing boxers, so I guarantee his balls are just hanging off the end of that bench right now in full view of everybody. Oh yeah, like there's so many like dudes in real short towels sitting on things. So you just know, like, their their balls are, like, all up over the counter. Like, I hope they wipe those counters down. Tell them, Ice Man. It's just a little ball juice be- between friends. <laughs> What's a little ball juice? I'm dangerous. 
This is a, a great scene. It's Between both of them. Yeah. The fuck teeth. Yeah, the what teeth is everywhere. up with that? I don't know why he's, like, biting at him. It's just being... And look at that guy over Michael Ironside's... I can almost yeah, see Yeah, you can right almost there. see the head. Yeah. It's peeping out. Yeah. It's, it's trying to get some air. Yeah, it's like when he gets up, his balls are going to have to, like, they're going to be gonna go to the sh- counter. That, that dude sitting in that posture, in, in that outfit yeah. or lack of an outfit, is uh, something I would have seen in uh, other kinds of movies I watch that uh, involve, uh, you know... I don't know. Are we going to Arian's yeah. anal what? corner? I mean, it, time for Arian's anal anal corner? Corner? it doesn't necessarily have to be anal. It can just be, you know, other things. I mean, I feel like his butthole is on the counter as well, the way he's spread out. I mean, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I just feel like we're going to have to disinfect all the counters in Top Gun. I mean, I'm going to disinfect that counter. couch Arian's sitting on. <laughs> probably not a bad idea. <laughs> Yeah, the fucking uh Plug in with the boys volume six. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. There's just lube and ball juice everywhere. Yeah. Do balls juice? I'm gonna see the I don't even know exactly what you're asking. I don't either. They sweat. That's true. That's ball juice. But that's why you gold bond those fuckers. How do you argue with that, though? He's like, there was no danger, everything was safe, so I took the shot. Yeah, well, good. <laughs> yeah, like, how can you even be mad about that? The because flyby, it's about the rules. Yeah. The flyby is dumb. Mm-hmm. Yes. The rules of engagement like, exist for your The safety. flyby thing was was ridiculous. But it was it was worth it for the guy smelling coffee on himself and then doing it again when he leaves the <laughs> office. Yes. Yeah. And then he does it again at the end, yeah. which makes it beautiful. That's worth it, yeah. I Another feel like that, that one joke, like, is worth him being kind of a cop. That one joke is almost as good as how many times we hear Berlin's Take My Breath Away. That's oh Berlin, my God. right? No, I mean, there's a know. point in this movie. Isn't it Berlin? Yeah, it is There's Berlin. a point okay. in this movie where Take My Breath Away starts playing, and it doesn't stop for, like, 25 <laughs> minutes. It'll just fade in and out. Like, it'll stop, and you'll kind of forget about it, and then it comes back. Like, every time he looks at her. And then they don't call it back at the end. They should have brought it back at the very end. Yeah, and I don't... The thing that trips me out a little bit about it, take your breath away, or take my breath away, is it, it sounds kind of like the theme to Twin Peaks, just a little bit. It does bit. a little bit, Oh, yeah. It does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Very different feel, Which, though. like, let's never watch the, any of the Twin Peaks stuff. Oh, don't or, worry. Like, I, I love the, the first season of the TV show, but it would make a terrible podcast. No, I don't. I don't. I, yeah. I I enjoy David Lynch's stuff when I'm in the mood for it, but no, I, I don't think it wouldn't be enough to talk about. I, well, there there'd be plenty to talk about. I, I just don't think it'd be interesting. No, <laughs> we're not qualified. No, how about that? Yeah, I we can watch Dune. They, I'd rather they not. The, <laughs> they Isn't make that like five hours or some shit? No, it's no, like the... two. It's like a little bit more than two hours. Okay. Like the the new one's gonna be like probably three and a half hours. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's gonna be excessive. I'll skip that. I'm gonna watch it, but I'm I'm very curious about it. I'm not a. I don't. I haven't read the books. I don't care for the movie. I tried to listen to the audiobook, um, and I just couldn't like. I read get the, into the it first at all. two and a half books. Really, like, the first two are good, and then after that it starts getting very bad. 
And so, for the listeners, if you want a little example of how interesting Top Gun is at this point, we're talking about Dune. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. And that's the problem with this movie, is like... Did, all like, this is just fodder for like the cool airplane scenes. Yeah. And, like you said, there's not really much stakes, you know? Up, up at until all. like the last yeah. third-ish. Until they kill Goose off. I agree with all this, but like I will say, like when I watched this when I was younger, I didn't think about any of this. I was just like, man, this is cool the whole time. I'm really, yeah, I'm really surprised it kept my attention. Yeah, because like the whole I, I like I remember specifically watching this, and the entire time I was like, man, this is awesome. I, I yeah, think, like everything. It's it's paced very deliberately, and I think you could get away with that more. Like back then, than you can now. We're like we have no attention span now. Everything's like so frenetic, and you have to like get things. because uh, I things. I watch plenty of movies that are that have slow pacing. It's not that. It's that what's happening during the slow pacing. The acting is not particularly good in this. Yeah. Yeah. Only some of the characters have really strong chemistry. There's not really a story. Like there is, but it's not enough for the whole the whole entire movie. Is not worth it. No, it's not, yeah. And there's no payoff to their no. love plot yeah. at all. There's one real awkward short sex scene that we'll get to, <laughs> um, and like that's it. Yeah, and it's about as hot as like doing it with your aunt. Um, not that I've ever done it with my aunt. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> In case you were curious. But, yeah, it, it's just waiting to get to the next cool airplane scene. But the airplane scenes are worth it. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, but she totally did things. ask him out. I remember always wondering about that guy's airplane on a stick. Yeah, what's it for? Training. <laughs> like, they get up there and they're like, this is an airplane. It goes like this. <laughs> it goes zoom, zoom. So close. Sky. Yeah, see, here's another, like, I'm about to make out with you. You stink. Yeah, but you smell bad. So it's so weird because you stink is such a weird insult. And then this guy gets genuinely upset. Oh, he's yeah. pissed, yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is the infamous sweaty... Beach volleyball. Tom Cruise. Okay, in jeans. Why is he wearing jeans? I don't know. Why is this scene in the movie? Yeah. Well, well, I, I mean, know why this scene? Yeah. yeah. What? Why, why is Tom Cruise, who's like a foot shorter than Anthony Edwards, the guy going up to spike the ball? Because hmm. he's the action he's guy. The star. I think this movie would be better if uh, that guy not. Now, if that was Bill Paxton... What, what happened? <laughs> Why did he do that thing with his body? Because look at him. I mean, yeah, I'd probably... If I looked like that, I'd do that, like that, yeah, constantly. <laughs> It'd be annoying. He'd be in Kroger You guys would be like, like that. stop doing that again. Like, no, this is my move. This is what I do. This is what I do now. So it's like I suck in my gut and look like an S. And people would just randomly give me money for doing it, too. Yeah. They'd be like, oh my gosh. I mean, baby oil. You could start a Patreon where you have different levels of doing that. Purpose. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, could you imagine just before they shot this scene, the oiling up portion? I wonder where they shot this. Like, did they even have to oil up, or are they just sweating? I feel like Cruz was definitely oiled up in at least the beginning of that scene. 
He was like glistening. So he goes straight over to Kelly McGillis's house right here, just stanking. And covered yeah. in beach sand. Covered in sand? Oh, gosh. It's all Ooh. over his, like, moist chest. Ugh, down his pants. Yeah. Because he was diving all over the place. He's He's got sand in his penis wrinkles. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like, uh, that's like the name of, like, a bad country song. Sand in my penis wrinkles? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a Wesley Willis song. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> 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 it was at the rock show, and I had sand in my penis wrinkles. Rock over London, rock over Chicago. <laughs> Burger King, have it your way. Penis wrinkles. I found my Wesley Willis t-shirt earlier. I still have it nice. from the time I saw him live. That's Didn't awesome. he headbutt you? That he, he did not headbutt me. Yeah. I was so disappointed. Because that's what he does, yeah. apparently. Like, Because I used to have a yeah, signed record that I lost in the flood, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, everybody lined up at his table to like, you know, say hi to him and get stuff signed or whatever. And he headbutted my friend Paul that went to the show with me. He did not headbutt me. I, I was so upset. But yeah, that was that was his thing. He'd like sign the thing and be like, "Thank you very much, gunk," and it was like not a gentle headbutt either. Yeah, yeah if, if listeners, if you're not familiar with Wesley Willis, please look him up. Yeah, look into it. Some good shit. Rock this over London. Like, rock over Chicago. This is such a bizarre scene because he like is all gross and sweaty and covered in beach sand, and then he goes to her house for this date with this girl he has this big crush on. And the first thing he says is, if you don't mind, I'm going to go take a shower. That's like, a power at, move. At your house, in your shower, like, first date. Right. And yeah, he's establishing dominance. And, and he's late. What he's, yeah. really, what he's really going back there to do is to upper deck her toilet. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's you establish dominance. That's the way to get a woman dominance. to yeah. fall in love yeah. with you. That's how you establish dominance right yeah. there. So what about this he bird? Tank. He really loves me. <laughs> Why is this bird in the background of this scene? Doing business. Yeah, it's just fun. Doing bird business. seeds. Is, you know, if Rad Ranger were here, he'd tell us that birds aren't real. So. They're not. No, that's, that's Ryan's thing. Red, Red Ranger's real. just scared of birds. Um, I also found out this week that Hillary Clinton's a clone and Australia doesn't exist. So. I mean, I, clearly I, Australia, Australia thing exist. blew my mind when yeah, I found that out. Australia doesn't exist because. Which is really is weird. Flat, so how could it? It's it's especially weird that Australia doesn't exist because I just had somebody from Australia on the show. Impossible. <laughs> yeah, my, my boss uh, when I used to work at the jail was Australian. I believe Australia, not. I, I, believe, Australia. I believe Australia exists before I do North Dakota. There you go. <laughs> I've, I've, I've but that's where same. Mount Rushmore is. No, it's that's in South, South Dakota. Dakota. Oh, what's in I've, North Dakota? Exactly. Whoa. Yeah. I've been to West South Dakota. Dakota. Oh, yes. West Dakota is the place to be, actually. It's happening as fuck. That's yeah, more real than Australia. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, the birds aren't real thing is fucking amazing. Where did the bird go? It's not real. It's Wasn't a, it just out there? It's a government drone. It's out there surveilling people. It's making sure he doesn't share super secrets with her. It's sitting on a power line to recharge. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get you. Yeah. Okay, so isn't... Uh, Am I incorrect in thinking that there's uh, a theory that birds sit on power lines because they're kind of masturbating up there? 
What? I have never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Dave theory. Yeah. <laughs> I am not familiar with that theory. But that that might be the oddest thing I've heard in a while. <laughs> Do birds masturbate on electric wire? <laughs> Also, one of the strangest Google searches ever. <laughs> Your FBI agents are like, man, he's drinking again. <laughs> Take my breath away. Birds are able to sit on electrical power lines because the electrical current essentially ignores the bird's presence and continues to travel through the wire instead of the bird's body. The vibrations that are present in the electrical wires, which are typically copper, do present a sexual thrill for the avians. Yeah. Oh my god, so every time you see birds on wires, they're getting off? <laughs> well, yeah. well, now my whole fucking world is shattered. <laughs> I mean... Every time I see birds on power lines, I'm going to think that they're jerking off. Maybe they are. It's, uh, what a world we live in. What a world. What a world. What a world. I think, Dave, when we watched this before, you said something about the white shirts. A lot of white shirts. Yeah, the ratio of white shirts to any other color is way off. Also, whenever he left the volleyball game, I noticed that he specifically had like a really big stain on the collar of his shirt. And there, he doesn't have it. Oh. So that also means when he took a shower, he washed his fucking shirt while he was there. <laughs> Which is also, that's a superpower move. Well, wait. Did he take a shower when he got there? She told him he couldn't take a shower. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't That's because when he left, he said, I'm going to go take a shower, I guess. Yeah. So I think that was just a continuity error. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was just making that thing up about the birds, by the way. Oh. Birds sit on power lines because it protects them from predators on the ground. <laughs> That's way more reasonable than they're jerking off. Um, I'm never going to forget that. Ever. I like how you added the word avian to trick us to yeah. make us think it was like legit. I was on board. You're I was like, so mad at myself because I started laughing at the end. I was trying like, to keep it all serious. for the avians. <laughs> True. <laughs> I was like, well, shit, he said avian, so it's got to be real. Yeah. Right? He used a science word. Yeah. <laughs> Can't make that shit up. Okay, so why is he... Oh, wait, he just came out of... Okay, did he come out of the shower? Or did yeah, he... she makes a joke about it. Yeah, you're taking a lot of showers, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> you're super moist, as usual. Here's one of the lesser mustaches in the movie. Goose doesn't have a great mustache, in the mustache but he's goose, hierarchy. so it's okay. Yeah, I mean, I think, clearly the alpha mustache is Tom Skerritt. Oh, 100%. Not, Always. Yeah. Lie to ourselves here. This is the longest elevator trip ever. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Like, there's 84 floors, <laughs> yeah. at least. <laughs> They're apparently in the Empire State Building. I mean, I've been, we've stayed at the top of the Westin, and we were up there in like six seconds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is 1986. Elevator technology yeah. was literally exactly the same. As there was yeah, exactly. There's a, a donkey on the top floor of the rope attached. <laughs> and it's slowly like... When you press, the, when you press the, the button, a, a little monkey whips the donkey's butt. Yeah. <laughs> and the donkey was really tired that day. Also, how many floors are there at that base? Okay. Three? Uh, oh, we just yeah. we just saw it. We're going to see it again. He's giving his kid Starscream. Now, yeah. why Starscream is out of the box and getting ready to lose all of his parts, I don't know. Because if you know the Starscream Transformers toy, 
you know, those wings just pop, pop right off. Yeah. So do the missile launchers. Like, I wonder if they glued that thing together for the scene. Probably. Probably. They're like, kid, don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Star Scream. That was awesome. early Meg Ryan here as well. I think right. they probably sent some dude to, like, hey, go get a, a toy plane. And See, I feel like there was something about Tony Scott deliberately picking that. Oh, nice. I'm gonna That'd I'm gonna cool. make I'm gonna make some shit up now. But yeah, I, I don't think that it would look as cool in the box. Wait, that's not what I meant to type. I, you know, honestly I'm not gonna trust anything you say now. <laughs> you really <laughs> shouldn't. No, I, I really thought that birds were jerking off. I, <laughs> I was kinda happy well, that maybe they, they are you don't know. Spotted Starscream and Top Gun. Well that's not helpful. But I still love you, Dinosaur Dracula. <laughs> that dude rules. Yeah. No, there's no, there's no backstory to that whatsoever. I mean, obviously they're not going to leave him in the box because the whole point is, look, it's a little jet that's yeah. like the one that I fly. Yeah. And they couldn't do the Sky Striker because that's like this big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they just wanted to give him a plane. Thirty million dollars. That's walking around money in 2020. I mean, for actual rich people, not for me. No, I usually don't even have thirty dollars. This is like another scene where they're just yelling at Maverick for like not following the rules. Well, I mean, and Goose is all embarrassed. Maverick, and she's wearing another white shirt. Look at that popped collar. Yeah, but she's doing some weird thing. Where yeah, she's but this is the eighties. That's how they dressed. Oh yeah, for Shoulder sure. Pads, collars. She thinks that everybody will see through her if she compliments Maverick. It's very strange. Because yeah. she's so deeply in love she with him. falling in love with him. She's literally known him for like two days. Oh, but look at him, wouldn't you? Uh, no, I told you, I'm in love with Goose. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Goose, oh, oh and now God. he's... God, look how badass, though, with his fucking... God, his fucking saunter. Yeah, he's like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> He's like, I don't need to take this shit. I'm on my level five. Why does he hate cows? Well, oh, no bullshit. No bullshit. Mm. I remember that sticker. Yeah, one of the guys at my construction site has that in his helmet, in his hard hat. <laughs> ah. In 2020, wow. Now, That's yeah, right excellent. now. I saw it yesterday. No, I, I can't hear you. And oh. she's like, oh, gosh, I'm so moist. This shit's badass. Like when he after in his stupid car. And her right weird there. Little that's car. awesome. And that's that's totally him. Yeah, and then she almost kills like yeah, eight it, people. Yeah, it's like that wasn't awesome. You're dangerous. Yeah. He, he even calls her out. He's like, I'm the dangerous one. Yeah. Okay, right here, you kinda I kinda punch. forget for a second. It looked like she was reaching down to just grab his <laughs> dome. She was she's like, take it out of your pants right now. I want to <laughs> see it. Examine I want to see your wiener. Dog. I want to look eye to eye with it. <laughs> and it better not spit at me. There better not be sand in there. In your wrinkles. There's probably a lot of sand in it. Sand in his pee oh, hole. He's taking like three showers. I think he's fine. I don't know. How hard is it to get sand out of your pee hole? Oh my god. Stop saying that. <laughs> Thankfully, I haven't experienced that problem. <laughs> Urethra? Yeah, this is a little awkward. This is so weird. Yeah, but no ice. Okay, so slow motion. we have to discuss the lack yeah. of ice because all of us, all four of us, were positive. There was I, I wasn't positive, but like I, I didn't remember. No, I specifically thought that I remembered ice 
ice in this. Being like they lick each around. other like yeah. this, which is really gross. Actually, I can There's visualize the scene, which is really odd. Like <laughs> yeah, they look like lizards. Yeah, I I remember him laying her down and then like running an ice cube down her yeah. body and seeing her her. Look belly. at their weird tongue action here. And it's I'm, like they've never kissed anyone. Before. I'm ten years old uh, sitting next to my dad uh, in the theater watching this. It's very upsetting for me. Uh, and and honestly, it's probably part of why I didn't go back and watch this movie for a long time. You, you okay? I'm yes. I'm <laughs> yawning. You got some sand on your penis. I was yawning and laughing, and it sounded very weird. I was like simultaneously yawning and laughing. But yeah, I remember that scene very specifically, and uh, I remember him laying her down, but then I remember him rubbing an ice cube down her body and down her stomach. Yeah, Yeah. see her stomach. Yeah, I remember, and I'm guessing that has to be Hot Shots. It's Mandela. Well, no, Hot Shots, they they do a parody of something like that, because he's cooking the food on her and stuff. But why would they do a parody? Right, but it's got to be some other movie. It has to be, yeah. And if if you look up, Top Gun Ice Cube, all you get is Ice Cube song, Bot Gun, which I'm not going to play right now because I'm trying to avoid copyright stuff. Yeah. There's got to be Ice Cube sex scene, which is probably only going to bring up, again, the rapper and yeah. not what I'm looking for. Is <laughs> a song called Sex Scene. <laughs> I'm sure he does. It's the B-side cop killer. I also thought that the, uh, you know, we got the need, the need for speed. That's I thought they tea. said that more than once, but it's no, just the one. Right. Yeah, just the one time. Yeah. It just seems like if that's their catchphrase, they'd say it more often, but apparently they just say it once. Yeah, I thought I remembered that yeah. more times, too. It's well, the Mandela effect. Well, cool, like, high five. Oh, yeah. No, there's a few good, like, gifts and memes that have come out of this movie, too, so. I frequently use the It's Classified GIF. Google is not helpful today. I mean, it's just weird that we all remember it. Well, I'm trying it to... Happen. I'm trying to find... I, I get... I, sex scene using ice cubes is what I've searched. And I get ice cubes during sex using ice cubes for foreplay. Cosmopolitan. Ugh. That's the, the what's what would be worse than sitting and reading an informational article about how to use ice cubes during sex? Well, first off, you got to go to Zach's because they got the good ice. <laughs> the, is it the little yeah. crunchy you ice? Pour crushed ice all over your partner. Just <laughs> saying, if you're gonna be right. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Oh, he's going to leave his wingman. So for the listeners, if you can, uh, if you know what movie had the ice cube scene, please let us know. What are we thinking about? Yeah, what what are we conflating this with? Well, that's Tango in Paris, but that's like food and stuff. Although they do use food and hot shots, I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, definitely not because Hot Shots was parodying yeah. whatever it is we're thinking. Exactly. Of. And that's the yeah, because they like cracks an egg on her stomach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and bacon. Was it nine and a half weeks? I don't remember that. I, yeah, I've I've seen that like once. It's not really my bag. No, it's not my bag. It's going to be something very random, like twins. 
<laughs> it's definitely not Flynn. No, I'm picturing Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> yeah. rubbing the ice up Danny DeVito's stomach. I'd watch that. I wouldn't. That sounds terrifying. It's the sort of shit I'd see like in my nightmares. Or All right, search history from, from what you're saying earlier. Nah, no, no, no. we've got another awesome jet scene. Um, this one with wait, is this the one with Viper? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're trying to catch Viper. Okay, this is a good one. It's, it's the one where he left his wingman. It's set up. Yeah. Viper, uh... Viper's leading him into a trap. He shows that he is the best. There's a reason. He is called the best. Hand on the canopy again. And the fingerprints all over that thing. Who do you think cleans that up? wash that thing. So what's the deal with the mask? Like, I mean, I know at a certain elevation you have to have them, but they seem to just kind of carelessly... Pop them on and off, whatever. Yeah, Yeah, it's like supplied air. Um, it's air supply. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all out of love. <laughs> I need to wear my mask. I think it's just like because they're like, we need to see that. We need to see the it's actor's the face some more. Face. Yeah. It's yeah. like every Spider-Man movie or Spider-Man is just constantly taking his mask off. Yeah. Like, okay. I think it's like a, a pressurization thing. Like depending on the higher that they go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, like if your plane starts to crash, you got to put the oxygen mask on, you know? It seems to me... This is bizarre. Yeah. What is he doing? The way he's standing What right is this? Yeah, and he's wearing only a out. Yeah, he's got one leg up. His ball Flopping sack would be completely out. Inches from Goose's face. Yeah. Mere inches. Goose's eye level with his ball sack. And, and Look at it. everyone else is just staring at him. It's just such an awkward way to be standing next to like your dude friend. Yeah, and like, it's like his towel is flapping, which just makes me think his ball sack is right, swinging. Right. And they are, again, <laughs> covered in moisture. Yes. yes. Glistening. Like Who's just a married yeah. man? Don't be sticking your balls in his face. <laughs> <laughs> so it appears that in, in the Navy... In you are given the, <laughs> <laughs> are given the choice between uh, plain white boxers and tidy whiteies. And I ask you, who would choose tidy whiteies no. over only. white boxers? I mean, yeah. I don't get it. I mean, I guess it depends on the material, but... Well, I mean... Are the white boxers made out of concrete? Like what? Maybe, yeah, maybe. what material yeah. would make those sandpaper so yeah. awful? <laughs> I don't think it's white sandpaper. <laughs> like you can wear these tidy whitey. Uh, can you or imagine these sandpaper boxers? <laughs> That'd be horrible. I'd probably still go with the boxers. Oh, yeah. Um, this scene, Tom Cruise is a little weirdly touchy with his Why wife. is he so, like, that's too much. Yeah. That's uncomfortable. Yeah, she's got, like, her leg up on him. She's yeah. Like, I guess you're just supposed to assume they're old friends. Which I get that that's, the, but why is he not sitting like that with his girlfriend? Yeah, it's yeah. usually going to be weird for her. Yeah. They're very newly together. Wow, you two are really close. Yeah. Yeah, I would but, be like, I mean, you, guys you know, swing, it, like, it's, it's not like there's, 
a stereotype of people in the military sleeping around with other people. Yeah, no, no. Stuff, so. And then, like, he's weird with this kid. It's just strange. I mean, I do think Tom Cruise is probably, like, a reptilian. Yeah. Yeah. Or an android. I think definitely. He could be an android. I mean, he yeah. hasn't aged. Well, he's in some jam-ass movies. So. From, from whatever planet he's from, I could say. Yeah. Meg Ryan. Looking all Meg Ryan-y. That's true. the most Meg Ryan y she's ever looked. Yeah, loved. it's she's the most Meg Ryan, Meg Ryan to ever Meg Ryan. I her think hair is Meg Ryan to I was gonna say, I yeah. think she has my favorite hair of eighties female actors. Yeah. She's got good. It's hair. iconic. Not uh, necessarily yeah. right here, but like just in general. But even then, like look at like her hair versus Kelly McGinnis's hair. Yeah, yeah. And I mean like Meg Ryan wins the gold medal of hair. Yeah, because Kelly McGillis looks like my aunt. Yes! She's just like, all literally. aunt vibes. Yeah. And aunts have never been sexy. Nobody's, there's no, like, aunt I want to fuck. Like, that's not a thing. I mean, I don't know. Have you seen A Bug's Life? <laughs> you. Ew. I, I guess that would be an aunt. I don't know. Yeah, that, little, prin- that little princess is, she's alright. That's all I'm saying. Better than the ones in... The other ant movie oh, that yeah, came out at the same time. Yeah. They're creepy. Yeah. Was it Sylvester Stallone in that one? Yeah. Yeah. Take me to bed or lose me forever. I was telling everyone that. Look at that I'm weird kiss. Yeah. They really uh, don't know what they're doing. Also, his, it is like, gross. Hatch yeah. on the back of his jacket is not actually sewn on because it just like came up when she put her hand on it. <laughs> just safety pin. Yeah, on. I think it was. Also, he was like two weeks to graduation. What could possibly go wrong? Foreshadowing. Yikes. That's bad. Now we just got to make sure that nobody dies and we'll be fine. These fucking shots are amazing. I hope this is one of the ones he spent like the check on. That that was on one of the carriers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this isn't a carrier. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's just land. I'm <laughs> sorry. He, get, he didn't pay $25,000 for them to the get land the land back on course. Because <laughs> like, I can, I can check to, like, Earth. <laughs> I can do turn. it. To Earth. But you gotta Fuck pay you up. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Uh, <laughs> I can make it happen. I know a guy. But I'm just saying. It's gonna cost him. I mean, it's flat. You can just Turn it, it's no problem. Trust me, I know from find, trying to find locations. It does cost money to film on land. <laughs> Anywhere. But in international waters, yeah. you can do whatever you want. No tally-ho! Why does he say tally-ho? He ain't pretty no more. He's just goofy. <laughs> Only in international waters, boy, can you enjoy the simple pleasures of a monkey knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Furious George! <laughs> This monkey's going to need most of your skin, Smithers. <laughs> Truly one of the great episodes of The Simpsons. That and the monorail. Or Monorail's amazing. Yeah, that's all my two. Monorail. 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 Yeah, so this scene, you know, it's not going to work out. No. no. Yeah, things are about to get a little rough for our uh, reluctant hero, Maverick. I mean, isn't it kind of Iceman's fault that Goose dies? I mean... Is it? 
No. No, because Iceman was doing what he's supposed to be doing. Maverick's on his ass. Like, a little too close. I mean, I think it was just a malfunction with the ejector, really. But, well, like, several... Well, yeah, he smashes into the canopy. Several things him. went wrong. Yeah. Like, you know. Not really anybody's fault. Yeah. Per se. And that's the thing. Like, if it was, like, something... Maverick clearly did that got him killed, it'd be a lot harder for this movie to have a happy ending. Yeah, if he was just like got real drunk and got up in the plane or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can fly with my dick. What? <laughs> it's like no, your dick didn't even I have done to Both engines turned on. How's that gonna work? Yeah, I think that the idea is just that he dies. Because the um, canopy didn't fully eject. Oh, yeah, because they're in a spin. Yeah. Like, so the canopy's supposed to come clear, and then it shoots you out? Yeah, but since they're spinning, it didn't... It just yeah. drives his head into it, and he he dies. Spoiler alert. I, I remember seeing this as a kid, and that was, like, pretty traumatic, seeing Goose die. I remember crying very yeah. intensely. Like, this was, like, this scene hit a lot harder. Well, and it's... It. This is all very intense. It yeah. is, yeah. yeah. And I, you know, he's, um, the centrifugal force is, like, pinning Maverick forward. Yeah. Ugh. So he's not able to pull the ejector. And we have a And it's also just, like, disturbing that a dead body is, like, parachuting down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know, yeah. it's just very fucked up. Oh, no. What is that green stuff in the water? It's, it's dye. dye, so yeah. they can find them. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that was the thing. That's cool. Um, yeah, it's like in the parachutes or something, but yeah, it comes out so the Coast Guard can find him. See, this would be a perfect time for Take my breath away <laughs> <laughs> Broke my neck away <laughs> Or fucking da 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 Just bring one of the tracks back. There's, but seriously, there's not like, much better movie song than Danger Zone. Right? Yeah, Danger Zone's amazing. I mean, and not just because of Archer in retrospect, but but I feel like whenever you hear it, you have to stop what you're doing and sing along. It's like a rule. It's I think so. Yeah, and the the Kenny Loggins stuff in the movie. Fits in really well with Harold Faltermeyer's score. Yeah, uh-huh. who, sounds, who is like the seminal '80s yeah. guy, which often sounds like a Sega Genesis game. This right <laughs> here, when they're just like pulling his limp body up into yeah, the helicopter, that's messed up. Yeah, seeing that as a kid, you're like, "Oh shit, he's dead." Well, yeah. and that's <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is he's very clearly dead. So this yeah. part's actually a little weird when. Uh, Viper walks in and he's like, Goose is dead. But I think he's, like, well, he's, he's saying Goose is dead, get over it. Yeah, because like, Tom Cruise is okay. really like, yeah, I know. Like, he's not like, is he okay? Like, Tom he Cruise knows. is high-waisted fucking tidy white. He's, yeah, ugh, yeah there's so me. many scenes of, of dudes either in their underwear or like, in a the, towel. The only like, people that should be allowed, allowed to wear tidy whiteies are like 60-plus-year-old men. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah, and, and hot lady models. 
Yeah. I'm sure yeah, that it man. is like this, like, the suspenders. Uh, in the military, but, like... It's very specific. Guys. It is disturbing how quickly they're asking them to just get over it and move on and go back to work. Like, yeah, it's like, like the it's, same day that like, Goose died. It's he's been like, literal hours, son. Yeah. What are you, a pussy? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Grow a pair and get over it. He essentially says, like, your friend is dead. He's like... That was a bad touch. But in this job... A lot of your friends are going to die. This is your first one, so I bet you right, better right. get used to it. You're going to see more. I'm like, okay, give him like a couple of days. Yeah. God damn. He doesn't have a couple of days. This is the Navy. Yeah, I mean... In the Navy. Suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah, Migs. <laughs> I mean, he's sweating in this scene, too. Jesus. It's fucking hot. I guess so. Don't know what the hell went wrong. She's like, I'd like to help, but I'm really busy. So, just call me if you need anything. I have to go to Sears, so I'm going to drop you off. (laughs) (laughs) And some new dungarees. Okay, so right here, does it look like she's looking at her phone? (laughs) Hang on, when he walks around the car. Wow, did you see him clench his jaw? Yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to sit here and look at my phone while you do whatever it is you're doing. That fucking car phone. (laughs) Just checking the news. Yeah, what is she looking at? Yeah. Like, Her knees? Bitch, I know you ain't got no GPS. <laughs> yeah, what is she doing? That, that is strange. Yeah, if that was like a current movie, that would make perfect sense. Why is he left alone to clean up all of Goose's stuff? Because it's part of the getting over it process. <laughs> As part of the not being a bitch process. Yeah. <laughs> Which he's clearly failing at. I mean, yeah. why are you still upset? He's been dead for like 12 hours. God. It's, it's been literal hours now. Don't you have and a new friend, before, And now it's been hours. Yeah. Yeah, you better grab those so you can fucking chunk them in the ocean later. Like a disrespectful douchebag. Not give it to I his know, kid. It's bizarre. Like, I, I have my grandfather's dog tags from World War II. It's like a thing. Yeah, there's like no reason or way anybody would just throw some dog tags away. Yeah. Unless, like, there's a deleted scene where Goose is like, hey, if I ever die, please throw him off the air. <laughs> please just throw the shit out of my dog tags. Yeah. I don't want them, and I don't want my son to have them. Yeah, my son's a little bastard. <laughs> just throw Might not even shit. be mine. Yeah. I don't even know. Okay. Like, is it? She's seen, my wife seems like you, so. So, yeah. I hope. That in Top Gun 2, there is a scene where Goose's kid goes up to Tom Cruise and goes, You know, it'd be really fucking nice to have my dad's dog tag. <laughs> oh my god, that Wouldn't could it be, be amazing if I had my dad's point. dog tags? Because <laughs> they do that kind of thing now. Like when they, they make sequels to movies, they'll be like, You know, like uh, Chewie getting a medal. Like yeah. shit that fans talk about, but like they don't, you know. I, I wonder. I wonder if anybody else has said anything about that. About the, the dog tag thing. That's we a, we that's can't be the only move. ones that yeah. bothers. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, I don't know, I didn't pay enough attention to the trailer, to be honest. But, like, maybe Goose's kid hates him. Yeah, maybe. In the movie. Yeah. I mean, maybe because Yeah, he, maybe you know. he thinks that he got his uh, dad killed. Yeah, that, uh, I, I think that a sequel could be really interesting. I mean, I'll definitely watch it. For sure. I wonder if Meg Ryan's in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and this, I think, um, is a really important scene because it lets us know that, like, Maverick didn't actually kill him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, flying... What's that guy breathing into back there? He's the stenographer. So you know how, like, the court stenographer, you'll see him typing on that little weird thing? Well, a lot of times they just put it over and they talk into it. So they're saying whatever is being said in the court. As opposed to just sitting a tape recorder out? Yes. That's really weird. I don't know. I mean, I... I don't know exactly what they're saying, but I'm assuming this up? that. Is no, this I like swear to God, stenographer thing. <laughs> it's. I would say he was jerking off if I was making it up. <laughs> <laughs> I like he's talking dirty into there, and the judge has an earpiece in, which making him hard as the dickens. That's actually why judges wear robes. So they yeah, just see off so, so you don't see, see his boner. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Okay, now Goose has been dead for 36 <laughs> so, hours, and they put him back in a plane. So you don't see the birds sitting on his dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you fall, you fall off the horse, you gotta get back on, even if the person you fell off the horse with is dead now. Yeah, see? Quit yeah, even if the horse is dead, get back on. Yeah. I thought somehow the horse was gonna have something to do with birds jerking off. <laughs> I mean, what doesn't these days? Good, good point. <laughs> Yeah, this guy's annoying as fuck. Yeah, and he's such a dick. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Maverick? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I don't know. I'm yeah, having this trauma. Is, this is awesome, though. When, when uh, Maverick snaps on. Yeah. Although Here's his the thing, though. Like, his helmet is the best. They hadn't discovered trauma in 1986. <laughs> it didn't exist yet, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it was just called Don't Be a Pussy. Yeah. Just like... I mean, we didn't discover pandemics before this year. So yeah, like first they, one ever. That's true. They, that, uh, that's why we're doing so bad. No one could could have known. We didn't even know what it was. Nah, we still don't, because we're America. But they're all like, what the fuck's his problem? Like, I, maybe his friend died in his arms yesterday. <laughs> I, I just died in your arms exactly. yesterday. Take my breath away. Do you need? Yeah, I will say fucking pretty much every song in this movie is like fucking iconic as shit. Yeah, and every time I hear any of the songs in the movie, I immediately think of the movie. Yes, it's true. Even um, well, this is what I love and feeling. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. like this that's, is like great balls of fire. <laughs> look at look at Iceman trying to be human. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you can tell sure, 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 and you know. This is some of the best acting in the whole movie, but yeah. you can tell it's just killing him to have to be nice to this guy. Yeah. Yep. He's like, fuck. Sorry. Yeah. He's like, everybody liked him except for me because I'm a fucking android and I'm not Yeah, nice Cruz is just like, damn. That was unexpected. And this weirdo just lurking here, jerking yeah. off like a bird. Look down at it off like a bird. <laughs> Wolfman. Talking on a rotary payphone. God damn. You know, you know this movie's old. Yeah. What are these two laughing at? A little tiny piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're laughing at the fact that Tom Cruise is going to have to go far, 
supply plane loads of crap from Hong Kong. <laughs> Plastic dog turds. He's going straight to the Navy's dog turd division. I mean, if they're trying to show Novelty that, dog poop. If they're trying to show that he's like a wreck and he's like quitting and all this stuff, like why are they having there sitting like drinking a glass of water? Like make it like whiskey or something. I think that was supposed to be like a because they make a point of nah. it being just a glass of water. Yeah, I saw it was a so I think. I think maybe it's supposed to be like he's so upset Can't he doesn't even want to get drunk. <laughs> yeah. This is an odd choice, but And even her, so like she's a total bit she's like, I'll have what he's having. Hemlock is it? Like she's mocking like, hey, the fact that pushy. he is grieving. Yeah, what I don't even know what is hemlock. It's a poison. I it's thought a, it was something that had hem- to do with werewolves. <laughs> yeah, hemlock is uh it's what the they made the uh, ancient Greeks drink commit suicide. Like oh that's what uh, that's what Socrates drank. That's God, awful. There are fucking werewolves in Top Gun. I mean there's a wolf man. <laughs> I mean there's there's gonna be werewolves in Resident Evil Eight, so that's all I, I know, care I'm about. excited. But like I'm sorry, Resident Evil Village? Yes. It's I'm, Resident Evil Eight though. Watching this as an adult is like everybody is a huge dick to him because he's upset that Goose died. And she's like, you know, she's mocking him. Oh, are you going to kill yourself because your friend died? <laughs> oh, you're just a pussy. Like, what is wrong with these people? Like, give the guy a couple of days to, like, figure it out. To process it. Good yeah, lord. Yeah. It's like not only his best friend, but also, like, his work partner. But it makes it all sweeter in the end when he, when he gets over it and fucking wins. And throws the dog tags away. Yeah, yeah. And like, like fuck, fuck you, goose. Life. I don't need you anymore. <laughs> he never mattered anyway. Yeah. Like, I, it turns out I wasn't the pussy goose. You were because you died. <laughs> yeah. Dying is the pussy. It's not shit. my fault. You had a weak neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a weak neck goose. <laughs> if you'd been shorter like me, you would have avoided the cancer. Yeah. yeah. And you would get for fine. being tall, you big freak. Tall freak. <laughs> Care about you? I got to go on and be in Mission Impossible, and you had to be on ER. So suck it. I hate her. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sucks. The more I watch this movie, the more I'm like, why? Yeah, she's she's probably the weakest cast member. Yeah. Because, like, other than that, the cast is pretty fucking strong. She's just, like, the weakest part of this movie. Oh, yeah. If they took out all the stuff with her, like, I mean, it would be a lot shorter, and it would be fucking amazing. Yes, it would be, like, Yeah, flawless. that would be... Because we don't need to see him being some Lothario. Like, he's no. just... Like, he can be cool pilot guy. That's fine. Yeah, I feel like, especially at this time, like, I feel like any movie had to have some sort of love interest, like, it was, like, a thing. Like, a requ- yeah. I feel like the studio's like, no, he has to fucking awkwardly bang somebody. Or the shit. Very, yeah. very awkwardly bang somebody. It's Tom Cruise. Yeah. It's, it's not a good love scene at all. And I guess we're supposed to think that this picture is a uh, viper with his dad. More white shirts. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Shirt. Yeah. Because he comes down and says, I flew with your old man. Yeah. 
And then he, like, finally tells him how his old his father died after, like, 20 years. He's like, this mustache was actually your father's. I carried this uncomfortable hunk of hair for years. The only place I could stash it. My ass. My ass. <laughs> What if, what if Dallas is like his great great grandson? Oh shit! Wow, man, Tom Skerritt's a cool motherfucker. Oh yeah. What was that show he was on that was kind of like Twin Peaks? What's he doing with his arm Pick right here? Picket fences. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't know that it was really that much like Twin it Peaks. Wasn't, it was. It was. It was a weird, weird, but it wasn't. It was in like, surreal. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. What is he doing? Yeah, what is he doing with his arm? Is he trying to catch a fart? It's yeah, <laughs> it's just covering his butthole. Like he's really concerned. He's got to be ready. That would be awesome if he threw his fart at. <laughs> like uh, what's like, his a, a cup? A cup. Yeah. <laughs> There's one last thing before you go. Yeah. What's that, sir? <laughs> <laughs> That's in the deleted scenes. Tom Skira throwing a fart at Tom Cruise. That would be amazing. It looks like he was going to put his hands behind his back, which is like a normal person thing to do. <laughs> but he just puts the one there, and the other one's just floating off to the side. <laughs> it's really weird. I only need one hand for gesturing. I need to put the other one away. <laughs> it's not like if it was in its pocket or something. I would, but it's just hanging there. He's like, I gotta protect my butthole at all, <laughs> all times. I've all times. seen how this guy operates. Yeah. Sorry. It's always like the weirdest little thing in a movie that I fix it on. I'm like, what's wrong with his arm? <laughs> Take my breath away. <laughs> I mean, I guess Tom Skerritt's like he's cool in this scene where he talks to him about his dad and he's like, I know this is hard for you. Yeah, yeah. Blah blah. Like yeah. he's the only one that's like no, sort like, of treats like him character. like a human being. Of course he does tell him he needs to get over it like six minutes after Goose dies. Yeah. Like real, real short. But he kind of redeems himself in that scene. So that Tomcat patch that he has has been on both arms at different points in the movie. I've noticed that. Shh. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Everything's fine. Because it started off higher up on his right arm, and now it's on his left, like, forearm. He must have multiple jackets and wardrobe. Maybe he does. Like, I mean, maybe, like, even just the character has a couple of different jackets. It's yeah. like Tom Cruise is just like, I have several brown bomber jackets. He's got makeup on his collar. I th- See, I thought I noticed that it might have been this scene, because they've got those high collars. Mm-hmm. I think there are a couple of times where you can see the makeup on the top of their collars. It would be hard to keep the makeup off of that. Honestly. What is this guy's deal? 
Yeah, I, I hate He's him. like 14 years old with shitty That's hair. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the simple Jack haircut. Val Kilmer is smug as fuck. Yeah. So I guess, is it like required you have to wear aviators if you fly? I mean, they're called aviators. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would. Oh, yeah. I mean, aviators look badass, so kind of hard to get wrong. I mean, like, if you're flying a plane and there are sunglasses specifically called aviators, it seems kind of silly not to wear them. You're not going to wear motorists. <laughs> or avians. Or horseback riders. You know all those horseback riding sunglasses. <laughs> it's a huge market. Back to the Indian Ocean. Alright, I gotta, yeah, I gotta pay attention to the subtitles this time, because I really didn't listen before, because I was really tired of this movie at that point. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a MacGuffin. There's a... A, a disabled ship that's floated into enemy waters, and they gotta go. They gotta help him uh, rescue it. Yeah, make sure it didn't get blown up. Because this was the '80s, and we were in the Cold War, but it wasn't a very action-filled war, so no. yeah, we had to have a reason for them to be having a dogfight over the Indian Ocean, or anywhere really. See, which is where GI Joe has the advantage over Top Gun. Because they've got because GI Joe Cobra would have been in some made-up country, trying to. Turn the citizens into toads or something. But but Mongia? And yeah, and G.I. Joe, Mongrovia, something <laughs> yeah. like that. Look at how sweaty they are. Karate. Just beads of moisture covering them constantly. It's almost like they spray them down with uh, glycerin yeah. before every scene. I was going to say, like, before scene. they say action, somebody just runs around and sprays them yeah. all over the face. It's, it's, this, uh, the art direction in the costuming for this movie was done by Vince McMahon. He was just in Gorilla the whole time. Just <laughs> wet. Alright, you gotta... This, this shit's gonna be so good, pal. You just gotta spray him down some more. <laughs> I'm really wet. <laughs> Covered in juice. Listen good lord. I want droplets spraying off with every word. This shit's so good, good shit, pal. pal. <laughs> oh, we got these sprinklers with baby oil. I want to implant little sprinklers in their faces. <laughs> and then she's going to give birth to a hand. <laughs> He's like running his hand. Yeah, I feel like they were like missile. only able to shoot when the fucking sky was orange as shit. Yeah. Well, you want it to look cool. Oh, it looks it, awesome. It's beautiful. That one scene that you were talking about where, like, the sun's going up or coming down and you kind of see it through the canopy as the plane goes by is pretty awesome. That's like a, a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. One that you could only get in Florida. And it would be one of the stores you walk into that just has iron-on t-shirt designs yeah, covering yeah. every inch of the wall. Like the one that says, my dick, and has the hand pointing? Yes. Yeah. And you go and you pick out. I, I want number seven twenty three, the mm -hmm. cockpit. And they'd be like, okay. 
Picture. then they take out the shirt and they press it on there right yep. there. When you get it, it's still warm. You're like, I'll take the cockpit. Hold the pit. I get <laughs> I got a... When I was... Probably right around the time I saw this movie. Maybe a little younger. Uh, I went to one of those stores like that. And I got a shirt that had a Corvette. And two mice wearing suits standing beside it. And it said Miami Mice. <laughs> I remember that shirt. Do you? Like, I remember seeing people in that shirt. <laughs> I wish I still had it. It didn't have... It was... Uh, I just remembered this, thinking about it now. Not only was it sleeveless, but, like, the sides were, like, completely open. Oh, yeah, the giant Like, pits. all the way down, yeah. Nice. Not like Scott Hall style. Like, it wasn't literally a flap that you put over your head, but... Yeah. Where it's connected by, like, a thread. <laughs> right. Damn, And now there's something that happens, so they discovered there's all these, like, more bogeys than they thought there was going to be. MiGs. Yes. Multiple MiGs. They put Maverick in the air, and then something happens that they can't launch anything else afterwards, so, like, Maverick has no choice but to be the hero. Yeah, and he's got the PTSD, so... Yeah. Yeah, so he he overcomes it, though. He's got that PTSD. Post-Top Gun stress disorder. (laughs) That's what I'm going to have tomorrow when I'm not watching Top Gun. Oh, man. I might just uh, let you take this with you. (laughs) I'd hate to see that happen. It's serious. It can be really serious. Yeah. I'm actually really excited to get into the bonus features and stuff on this. I'm hoping that there's some good stuff. I bet there is. About how they, like, partner with the Navy and... Yeah. Got all the shots. And yeah, well, I'd love the scenes a, would be really cool to see. I'd love a Tony Scott commentary, because, I mean, I, I would imagine they recorded one before he passed. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that shot right there, so they, like, I guess strapped a camera to the actual, um, what are these, F-14s? Yeah. yeah. F-14s. Because they launch, and then the shot is... From the point of view of the rear of the plane looking at the aircraft carrier, and then they do a barrel roll. It's a really cool shot. Yeah, this is before GoPros and shit. Yeah. So this is like a full on film camera. You know, this scene is. Now, like, when really I was a kid, I did think that those were lasers. <laughs> but apparently, there's a thing like tracer rounds that have lights in them. But it would be pretty sweet if they were lasers. Just saying. It would be. I'm kind of disappointed that our military doesn't use lasers like that. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, both catapults Yeah, both of the broke. catapults broke, so they can't launch them. I'm looking up the Sky Striker right now, because now I can't actually remember if it's an F-14 or an F-16. I mean, technically it's not either of them, it's like kind of a G.I. Joe version of those yeah. things, but it's it's based off one of them. But yojo.com will not load, so... Honestly, I will admit that the majority of my knowledge about fighter planes is from this movie. If it had two engines, it was an F-14, if it had one, it was an F-16... Yeah. Oh, what's an F-14? Well, I think that they've got two, because at one point, Iceman loses his right engine. Well, you know, these, well, are, these, have, these are F-14s. These are F-14s. Yeah. I'm talking about the Sky Striker, but it, it has oh, okay. two engines. So it's, it, well, it's, the designation is the XP-14F, so yeah. obviously it's based on these. 
Yeah, Sky Striker came out in '83. It was in that second wave of stuff. Uh, he's, he's, he's PTSD. Yeah. Come on, you gotta have Tim Robbins give you a pep talk. Break my neck today. <laughs> They're all like, "God damn it, Maverick's disengaging!" And you're like, "Yeah, well, you know, maybe it was a bad idea to send this guy into combat after like." Two days ago. With nothing to help him but this fool slap in the canopy. Yeah. Let's just have this guy scream at him. If it had been Iron Eagle, he could have started playing music through his Walkman, and then he would have been able to, you know. Oh, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, but he didn't bitch out like the guy in the beginning of the movie. He fucking... He manned up. That's right. Handled his shit. Be like, haha, gonna be hard to fly without a wing, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck your wing. And notice that guy didn't eject. No, he's just dead. No, I guess he's like, I don't want to go back to Russia after losing this bajillion dollar plane. I'll just die. I don't want to go back to unspecified evil foreign country. Exactly. Look at Tim Robbins acting the shit out of his eyes. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I I never, like, really knew. I just always assumed it was the Russians, just because that's what makes the most sense. Well, I thought that MiG specifically was a Russian airplane. I don't don't know. I never heard that. And again, most of my knowledge comes specifically from Top Gun. Are you looking it up? Say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the MiG-29 is a twin-engine jet fighter uh, designed in the Soviet Union. Okay. Well, and it's got like a weird nondescript black star thing on it. It was always weird to me, too, that the MiGs always, like, their faces are, like, shielded out. Yeah, yeah. It makes them look more like bad guys. Oh, yeah. You know, they kind of look like Cobra. Yeah, you never see Wild Weasel's eyes. It's true. And they're also just like random bad guy. They're you're not supposed to like. It doesn't have much identify them or anything. Yeah, yeah. they're actually them. reptilians. Probably. That would be Tom Cruise killing his own people. Oh yeah, that's true. That would be bad. Good they, anal tone. I'm taking a shot. Good anal tone. Uh, so when you stick a tuning fork in somebody's butt, I mean, fart. yep. And I mean, <laughs> Tom Scarrett to catch the fart. Tom Scarrett catches the fart and throws it at the tuning fork. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to wrap this thing up, you guys. Uh, we don't have much. To, we'll probably end up making it to the end of the movie, but uh, so we, we we forgot to do this at the beginning. Arian, when was the first time you saw this? I saw this in the theater, man. In okay. 86. Like, uh, it was shortly after my parents got divorced for the first time. Because that happened. Uh, and uh, I want to say it was the summer... Yeah, I think I saw this, like, up in Michigan that summer that it came out. We were vacationing and uh, saw it in a little small theater in my mom's hometown. Michigan. So, there you go. Yeah, this was one of the few movies I saw with my dad instead of my mom. I Return of the Jedi was another one. Um, which is actually 
kind of odd. I'm not sure why he took me to that one. Uh, but it's like all of this stuff is awesome. If you could cut out literally everything that's people standing too close together talking and being mm-hmm. moist. Yeah. And Other than the volleyball scene. Except for the volleyball scene because yeah. there's some action going on there. <laughs> uh, it, it's pretty awesome. Well, I guess we did. I guess we kind of did cover when everybody saw it at first. What are as far as cultural impact goes? Like, do you does anybody have sort of specific memories of people like quoting it or looks and stuff? I that just came feel out like it this? is so part of like pop culture forever. I mean, you know, the references. Yeah. Like, a Danger Zone? Yeah, but it's like everyone has seen this movie. I I don't think I've ever met anyone who hasn't seen Top Gun. I mean, mean, I'm sure there's some young people, you know, but, like, adult people, everyone has seen Top Gun. Everybody, like, knows what you're talking about. You can say, I feel the need for speed. Yeah. Um, You know, you say... You frequently hear Maverick and Goose referenced in other movies. Yeah, you can be my wingman anytime. Yeah. Um, You know, like... Oh, this... Sorry, Ghost Rider, this pattern is full. I mean, like, how many... Negative, I'm sorry. Like, how many times have you said negative Ghost Rider, this pattern is full? Like, in just random conversations. Because I've said it a lot. I, like, I feel like it's so part of the vernacular. It's one of the most popular movies ever, I would say. And there was a, uh, a uh, fun fact, a uh, Top Gun roller coaster at Carowinds in North Carolina. Oh wow! I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, there was. Yeah, we we wrote it. it the name had been changed because I guess the rights had finally expired. So it was like fast air fighter thing, <laughs> but like it, it used to be like Top Gun the roller. Coaster. It was like higher pistol the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like everything was still like in the Top Gun like looking fun, you know, everything. But yeah, I just feel like there's like a million references that people make on a regular basis that are to this movie. And Danger Zone is one of the best songs ever. I, yes. I like that this guy just blew up a couple of planes and they're acting like he just blew up the Death Star. Like yeah. it's yeah. literally the same scene. Yeah. Yeah, they really kind of had Princess to like MacGuffin the final <laughs> conflict. Well, because like that, that makes the whole movie worth it. Like You're like, hell yeah, he did it. He kicks ass. He fought bad guys. You! And even this part, he's still a dick. You're right. Like, he's still dangerous. No, he's softened up. Yeah, Look, yeah. You can be my wingman anytime. Like, well, like, he's, he's still got a little bit of the smugness. I like it. I think it's cool. It's his character. That's another moment where they you're just like, they're about to kiss. with their dicks. Yeah. 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 They, they crossed the stream yeah. and docked. He's like, by wingman, I mean bottom. Yeah, good shit. Alright, well, that was Top Gun. Well, happy 4th of July, everybody. <laughs> we ate a whole bunch of meat, and we drank some seltzers, because they were lowering... Yeah, speak for yourself, yeah. I didn't drink any seltzers. Then we... Then we Grody. Oh, here it is. Oh, Thank yeah, goose. we gotta talk about this dick move. He, that's just bullshit. Yeah, I don't... 
I guess it's like, supposed to be. He's over it now, but I mean, it's supposed to is that going to come up in the sequel? Is Goose's kid going to be angry because he never got his dog tags? We were actually just talking about that. Uh, I think you're you're upstairs. We were just talking about that maybe a plot point in the next one. I mean, probably not. But it would be cool if it was though. Who can say? It was like, hey, who's the dickhead who threw my dad's dog tags into the fucking Indian Ocean? I like James Tolkien just up in his face with the cigar. Yes. Imagine how bad that little man must smell just sweating cigars <laughs> all day long. Probably farts, too. That would suck if he didn't actually farts. smoke cigars at all. He'd be like, oh, God. Because you know they shot that like a million times. Oh, yeah, for sure. And now he's backing. I know this scene doesn't matter at all. Like, at that point, like, I feel like the movie ended with that. Yeah, who even cares who about their... Bizarre, meaningless relationship. And, this and would like, have only been good if you pulled out an ice cube and started rubbing her nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. But just at like, the bar. Yeah. Then I would be like, finally. And then the right. bartender would be like, sir, you're going to have to stop rubbing ice cubes on your aunt's nipples. And then Please like, take it out of here. Sir, <laughs> sir, this is a Wendy's. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> they, don't, um, they have to get ice. So, <laughs> we... <laughs> This is no Zaxby's. We do not yet have a pick for next month. But, and I am somewhat loath to say this, it is Arian's pick. Rad. Oh, we're going to watch a movie about butts. We're, I mean, listen. What was that? We're going to watch six episodes of Assy McGee. Oh, God. I mean, we're we're not. about that. We're, we're probably just going to watch something I enjoy watching that I think will make for a good commentary. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make us watch a Gary Busey movie. Like it's too soon after we just watch Veronica. That's true. To yeah. watch something, we need, yeah. just we need a, a few cleanser. months of this reasonable good, things. This is a good palate cleanser. Yeah. Yeah, we need several awful. months of palate cleansers after Veronica. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Speaking of PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like. I have a much No, like, here's the, the thing. One. Like, Veronica's. It's bad, but it's just. It's. It's not good. It's yeah, so it's obviously fun. bad that, like, I, I can't even be disappointed in it. It's just like. Yeah, it's just. It's just this <sighs> well, thing. you knew it was going to suck, but I, I think how bad it sucked still managed to be a surprise. Yeah. yeah it's fucking way worse it's than I Oh, Anthony Edwards, thank you, Goose. Thank you for your service, Goose. Love you, Goose. Thank you for your slider kicking bod, yeah. Rick Rosovich. Whip Hubley. That's my Very favorite name ever. Hub. So he was Tom Scarrett. Yeah. Michael Ironside. Eh. Boo. Boring. Eh. Yay. Okay. No credit for Adrian Pastor? No. Oh, well. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening to this month's Needless Commentary. Uh, tune in every single Friday for a new Needless Things podcast. Tune in next month for Arian's next pick. Yes. Choice to be determined. It'll be Arian's Anal August. <laughs> it's deliverance. <laughs> oh no! What are you? Some sort of sick and twisted butt freak? I prefer to think of myself as a film buff. I feel like I've seen. <laughs> I feel like I've seen you wearing a shirt that says that. Uh, you know, I have a, I have a gimmick to live up to. Gotta, oh, and I'm like the Undertaker. 
God, it was. Wow. Wow. I wonder I wonder how he got that name. <laughs> I guess if not from last... having a normal man cock. <laughs> there you go. Wouldn't it suck if your name was Peter Mousecock? <laughs> you know. Do me a favor. Go to the Needless Things YouTube channel, subscribe, watch a couple of the videos that I'm, I'm pretty proud of. I like that format. Uh, because I took a week off last week from posting any videos because we had new episodes of Execute Chapter 66 and of Audible Interlude. And, like, there's only so much needless things I can deal with in a week, so I didn't put any new videos up. And it seems like our numbers have fallen off in that time, which is... I guess how the internet works. So uh, go like, share, subscribe, do all that stuff. Join the Needless Things Podcast Facebook group. Answer those questions. Uh, follow Needless Things Podcast on Instagram. Follow Phantom Troublemaker on Instagram. Follow Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram, uh, where I am trying to keep all of the content separate. All further G.I. Joe posts from myself will be under the Audible Interlude account. Uh, all entertainment type stuff, or, or needless things, will be all entertainment. Uh, and if there's stuff that I talk about on my personal accounts that maybe you don't care for, or you don't want to hear about, or whatever the case may be, uh, that's under the Phantom Troublemaker account. Uh, and if you don't like it, then don't follow it. So there you go. Uh, please share this podcast share the videos help us out get the word out uh the more people are listening and watching the better for some reason i don't know i'm just doing it because i love doing it and, and you know what else i love i know you know you know you know i love you guys Thank you for listening to the Needless Things Podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vicks employee. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh.